0: It's 3022 in Boston, Massachusetts, and the once tea-filled harbor is filled with hormone treatments, not because a revolution threw them in there, but because a revolution took them and peed them out into the water we all drank. A revolution that was manufactured and paid for by the global corporatist oligarchy. The revolution succeeded, and as usual, the people fighting for it lost. The world didn't become any more equal. In fact, when someone turns your endocrine system into a machine that you have to keep putting digital currency into in order to present yourself as your true self, you will never be equal. There's nothing sadder than watching a wagey lose its job to offense violations because their hormones were off and they started to feel the pain we all feel when we don't receive our sacrament. Those that don't kneel before the board like me are considered dissidents because we will no longer receive the sacrament from places like Boston Children's or other GCO distribution centers. Our cellular connections alert the authorities when our hormone levels are out of balance and need adjusting. The last thing the GCO wants to deal with is a testosterone-filled humanoid who can rip the arms off of the drones and threaten the other humanoids in the control room. Incidents like that make their way around, but it's hard to tell what is fantasy and what isn't since the GCO bought the internet several decades ago. Nowadays, if you want information, you have to go to the black market or you must trade something valuable for it. Sometimes the only valuable thing a humanoid has is themselves. Some even choose to die just to know the truth. Others choose to die after finding out what the truth really is. The truth is, the idea of one's true self being able to be expressed through drugs and surgery is a lie. A lie propagated by the GCO to focus on feelings. Feelings that were manufactured by the GCO and its partners in government and media. They told us that science proved there was no God. They told us then that life's purpose was expressing our internal desires and perpetuating them beyond death or even achieving eternal life to express them. That is the ultimate goal. But like other cults beforehand, some were able to rise to the top and to see it was all bullshit. Most of those people still said and did nothing and died with the truth. Now, when children are born, The security state gets alerted that there is a threat to human life, and that threat is living without the security state. The circular reasoning just confuses people, so they stop questioning it. People just accept the situation they are placed in and try to make the best of it. Meanwhile, their children they produce are taken away. From there, the most disgusting part happens. According to the teachings of Lord Fauci, whom after retirement was given a publishing deal that made his book mandatory in all households, the end of disease was a collection of canards and fallacies. But we still live by it today, nearly 100 years later. From birth to the incinerator. Those who are chosen to live past their first few screenings at least. A baby once born is given a full inspection both physically but also genetically. Dominant genes that lead to harm, that can be treated with the hormone therapies that litter the drinking water, but once it can't be controlled are parted with via fire. Don't worry though, the fire is well regulated according to the green measures and the heat generated by it heats the homes of everyone in the area. Those who obey the GCO... Are able to stay nice and toasty thanks to what used to be referred to in primitive cultures as child sacrifice. In this one, we are told by the GCO to call it mother's milk because the necessities we all need to survive will require a sacrifice to Mother Earth, which is trademarked and owned by the GCO. Those that make it past the screenings, though, will find themselves in a bewildering maze of bureaucracies. To figure out at birth where the humanoid subject is sent to. Some to the entertainment sector where you will find them doing lap dances for senior officials. Other times you'll see them ordering garbage drones around to pick up the excretions from other humanoids, even their bodies to be taken to the incineration station to produce mother's milk. It's not allowed to be talked about and has been illegal for years, but there is a relatively small percentage of humanoids that drop dead suddenly. People originally suspected it was from their sacrament treatments, but that was all put to bed after those people were exposed as dissidents and executed. Now when it happens, everyone claims to know that it was the humanoid's fault for not trusting the science of the sacrament and that the chemical imbalance that doubt creates is what leads to their death. I don't think that's true, but that's why I'm typing this into a crude-looking box that will allow me to send a message into the far reaches of the universe to the places and planets where the dissidents ran to to escape genocide. I want to join them, and if I don't get accepted, I hope they take my son. My message to the dissidents shows that I'm not being mind-controlled by the GCO, because I can type a forbidden verse. May the light of liberty not be a dying star, but a symbol of life throughout the universe. For the time of man passes quickly, but the speed of light carries it beyond our time. May it carry you too, my friend. To where you can become a man or woman. To where you can express your desires and not those of the GCO. Even if the search drones get me, they'll never get you. Godspeed. You are listening to The New Prisoners. A copy of each week's monologue and source list are available on our Minds page and substack. Check out our video content on Bitshoot, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon. For audio versions, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and many others. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you find us. And join the conversation by leaving your comments wherever you can. You can follow the new prisoners and the new prisoner number six on Instagram and the new prisoner number six on Gab or at new prisoner six on Twitter. If you would like to be a guest, please email the new prisoner number six at protonmail.com and provide a brief description of the topic or topics that you would like to discuss. And a screener will contact you. You can always choose to appear anonymously. You can now donate to the new prisoners through anchor.fm slash the new prisoner number six slash support with a monthly donation of ninety-nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. We also have a subscribe store where you can make a one time or recurring contribution at Subscribestar.com slash the hyphen new hyphen prisoners. You can also donate both US dollars and crypto to us on Minds and Odyssey. All donations go towards studio upgrades to make more content and advertising to spread the word about the show. Every amount is appreciated. Now let's get on with the show. Okay. I'm number six. I'm here with John Henry, and I'm here with Chris Graves, and this is the New Prisoners Podcast. And On this week's show, we're going to be talking about that dirty water. Uh, We're also going to be talking about the FBI and how it fucking fails us all the time. Why is that? Also, we're going to be talking about setting some some precedents here, and then we're also going to be talking about, lastly, uh, a listener-submitted segment. And this one is going to be called the world minus plastic. I don't know if you all remember George Carlin had, uh, the world plus plastic. Well, we might be looking at something different here with this scenario. So we're going to explore that and shout out to that listener for that submission. So, uh, but let's move on, uh, to, uh, Chris Graves. Uh, I want to hear from you, buddy. How you been? Buenos dias. Absolutely. And John Henry, would you like to say hello to the people this week?
1: Oh yeah, welcome back! It's one day closer to the end of the world. Got a lot of exciting topics to cover. The rich, powerful, and corrupt have gotten much more. Well, rich, powerful, and corrupt. Not a surprise to anybody. Tom Fitton continues to flex them big old guns on motherfuckers. This time he's going after the feds for the uh, Mar-a-Lago raid. Uh, Mike Pence is a cuck. Uh, That's about all I have to say about that. An interesting update from Twitter today. Elon Musk. Ask CERN if they wouldn't mind if he borrowed the Large Hadron Collider. Follows it up with, "It is the most demonic power um, that that, that there's ever existed in the world." So Elon coming in hot, man, throwing that wild shit out there again—portals to hell, other dimensions. uh, We may find out soon enough when Elon drives a Tesla into that fucking portal. So welcome back, everybody.
2: Oh man, wouldn't that Elon's been to Woonsocket, Rhode Island? (laughs) <laughs> well,
0: well, Chris Graves, there you go. There's a way that they can ruin the Back Pit to the Future. If, if, they made it, if they made it about Elon Musk uh, u- using something like CERN to, to go back to the future now, and then it unlocks all the creatures
2: from Doom. You get the Grey Sports Hall you know, and play, go back play some bets. I'm
1: going to tell you, I really like how Elon drops some wild shit like this. I
0: mean, yeah, I think it's useful. Um, because I mean, if anything that the people that are sort of in the, uh, the mainstream sphere that, that people like Elon Musk touch, like if that kind of tips them off a little bit as to like that things aren't what they seem, I think that's great. I, I like, I like those little tipping points for people in their lives. I, I, I hope that I could, I could provide something like that for somebody. So but at the same time, though, I don't trust Elon Musk as far as I can fucking throw him, and I would try. Oh no! I, mean, of I would course. certainly and try.
1: Yeah, we, we've we've talked about that quite a few times on the show. But yeah, so here's what his post says: There's a devil emoji, and it says, "Please let me use the CERN Large Hadron Collider. I am normal and can be trusted with a demonic technology unlike anything the world has ever seen." It's a pretty interesting <laughs> statement to make.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: That is kind of odd. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you know, that's pretty smart. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, as far as tech goes, obviously, you know, he's on the forefront of shooting rockets in the space and boring holes under major cities and electric cars and you know, electric homes and flamethrowers, which is my personal favorite out of the whole group. Um, a pretty a interesting market. statement for him yeah. to make, you know, kind of throwing that shade out there. Well, and he's, you know, he's built his own dynasty at this point where it doesn't seem that he's very dependent on the rest of these fucking scumbags. So that he he's okay with just throwing some crazy shit out there like that. He
2: does that. I mean, dated Amber Heard, too. Let's remember that. Did she he really? Yeah, she poofed in the bed and it that was up Johnny tri- Depp. Johnny That'll Depp was the one she should have. Been. That, that he was brought up during the, the trial too because he was like, "Yeah, mm. she's the crazy bitch. Yeah.
0: No shit. Well, no, that's yes,
1: crazy. shit. <laughs> yeah, well, saying. yeah, shit. <laughs> On his side. It's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a distraction. See what they did? Those fuckers, well, they have yeah. us still talking about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp.
0: But that is how it works, right? Rubbing our like, w- Once that's in a yeah, particular sure. sphere, like you, you sort of have to acknowledge it. Like the, One of the things I think that was fun about uh, doing the Rock and Roll Conspiracy Party, which was a fucking blast a few weeks ago, folks, if you haven't checked out that show, go back and watch that shit and have a good time with us. Cause that, that was fantastic. But uh, the thing about that sort of thing is that you have to acknowledge that like, uh, I mean, rock music had such a tremendous effect on the, the trajectory of my life. Uh, if it weren't for like the influences of some of the people that we talked about and the, the things that I read, the things that I've taken in the, the documentaries that I've watched and the whole bridge that got me into watching political documentaries and becoming more curious in these topics all of that rests solely on like just that impact of finding, you know, my dad's records back in the day or something, you know, just like the, when people those have like, oh, oh yeah, there, there's, there's those stories too. That that's how I grew a, a real appreciation for Motley crew. <laughs> they, they seem to gut they, like I was in the girls, girls, girls phase of Motley Crue growing up. You know, I was, I was a little on the tail end, but like when I was catching that, that's when they were hanging out with all the playboy bunnies so, as I'm discovering all that, I'm just like, okay, so that's rock music. And what do they get to do? They get to hang out with those things. They don't look natural, but it looks like a lot of fucking fun.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Yeah,
0: well, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and certainly they did <laughs> for many years. Yeah. Uh, but none, none sort of tops it uh, more for me than hearing the story about them touring with Ozzy Osbourne and him getting down and taking a straw that has been used for other nasal cavity related uh, activities <laughs> and, and then snorting the ants upset straw into his yep. face. Now, I don't, I don't yep. know about you folks out there there's been party and days going on for some of us, some of us more so than others, but
2: that's fucked up.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's a rough yeah.
2: one. <laughs> I, that's, and this is a guy that peed on the Alamo yeah. a bit, bit the head off of a bat, a dove didn't you know didn't say gunjun tight you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so chris um you are
0: from around the boston area sort of correct
2: yeah i was hatched uh on the east coast uh, in massachusetts a long long time ago and uh yeah okay True story. So, uh,
0: whenever I grew more familiar with the area, and and some of it through uh, stand up comedy, actually, like there's been a lot of famous stand up mm-hmm. comedy that's come out of the Boston area. It's been very impactful in the world. And uh, there's a
2: I had a legendary uh, comedy scene in the 1980s, where even people like Joe Rogan was at the tail end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and when you think about the social impact of
0: something like that, that like, that there are there there are centers of the country that are focused on when it comes to influence. And I think that the the influence of what goes on in the city of Boston might be quite overlooked. Like, I think we look to D.C., we look to uh, New York, we look to L.A., we look to different places. Uh, however, when it yeah. comes to Boston, it seems like I think the mainstream media shies away from a lot of what happens there. And I'm curious as to why. And then as I've pulled up a few stories this week, well... I think we can certainly see why, because oh, uh, uh, we're
2: called mass holes for a reason. You oh, know? Well, we,
0: we're definitely going to be talking about pleasant. some assholes tonight for sure. Um, let me do the little screen share deal and share my audio with you guys. And let's jump into this first article here. So this is Boston's Children's Hospital changes its website. That's right, folks. We live in those type of Orwellian dystopian shit times where they have to hide the evidence of what the fuck it is that they're trying to do. Now, I don't know about you, but when you have people that have to do that, that doesn't... I don't have a lot of trust in this system now. Right, John Henry? Like, like as, as a parent, if you were to live in this area and you were to take something like your child to Boston's Children's Hospital, which might be one of the only fucking hospitals in town, I don't know, because I know that these conglomerate fucking companies just eat up hospitals and shit like that that's that's something for a whole other episode that we can get into uh, but you know Chris have you had any experiences with the Boston Children's Hospital in your life
2: well they never chopped my genitals off but I walked past there once to get to a McDonald's Your <laughs> um, story I I can't really back it up with documentation or uh, photographic (laughs) evidence, but I do remember, um, no, but seriously, um, no, I've never, uh, fortunately, I've never had to be admitted to any of the Boston hospitals, but they have this uh, reputation of having some of the best hospitals in in the world, even. I don't know if that's, you know
1: actually the case but that that seems to be what people say you know what would make this picture uh, way better as if there was a sign under where it says main entrance that says under construction <laughs> <laughs> or under renovation <laughs> Not that that would be beautiful under bottom surgery <laughs> or
0: <laughs> undergo how about undergoing bottom surgery I, I will <laughs> that's that's the thumbnail.
1: It's fucking chaos, man. You know, we talked about the video with the doctor in Pittsburgh. Same thing. Uh, talking about genital mutilation uh, of children. And smiling. And it's interesting that they, they remove smiling the Smiling while but they're yeah, doing because it. Because you know what they do, man? They, they put this shit out because they think they're going to get this like woke fucking credit. And then they realize the amount yeah. of backlash that comes from normal, rational fucking humans, which the majority of people are, at least semi rational. Right? And and don't want kids well, at least to before be the fucking jab. mutilated. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that is true. Yeah, we, we lost a lot of that during that whole yeah. thing with all the sheep and the fucking masks on. Um, you know, but in general, like even with that, they don't want kids to get their fucking, you know, genitals mutilated. So I was having a funny oh. conversation with my mom and yeah. um and we were talking about this <laughs> shit and it was actually really hilarious. And she's like she's like I I'm gonna tell you something, I don't know if it's gonna bother you or not. I go. Ah, fuck! Nothing bothers me. Let's go. And um, and she goes. Well, it's actually kind of interesting because when people are talking about this topic, I use you as an example. And I'm like, what? And she goes, Well, yeah. She goes, I use you as an example. When you were a kid, you used to love running around wearing my bra. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. oh, and like I remember. There's a picture. Yeah. So there's like a picture um of me when I'm a kid that like I just fucking be a little knucklehead and run around and thought I was cute and she's like and used to love the way the pantyhose felt and she's like it's crazy because if you Whoa. think about it, yeah it's wild. So she's like, you know, yes, if this feel good if somebody they're pretty soft. If nice and silky. Um and she's like it's just so funny, right? Cause you think about like if if that was you now with some crazy fucking progressive parents, they would have you taking fucking hormone treatments. But the irony is like, I tell everybody, if you met my son, he's literally about as manly as a fucking man can be. Like he just does all the fucking man things. And it's just so ironic because, you know, one of the things I brought up to her before she said that was how many women are coming out going like, I was a fucking tomboy when I was a little girl. Like, that's what I was. Like I wore boys clothes and boys t-shirts. And like some of them said, I realized I just idolized my older brother's. Right, and they're like, "Thank God, literally, thank God, that my parents weren't fucking lunatics that wanted me to get a fucking hysterectomy and my ovaries removed when I was ten years old, right, or get my breast cut off, or start to take fucking testosterone boosting drugs." And it's just so wow now with these fucking people. So fuck you, Boston. Like, not the city. Well, yeah, I <laughs> really don't like people from Boston. So. <laughs> Uh, I would certainly I agree. agree with that mass hole statement <laughs> in general. I'm not a fan. Um, especially women. I gotta tell you, you fucking have a beautiful woman that opens her mouth and has a Boston fucking accent. It is wretched. She might as well be from the fucking exorcist spewing green vomit and how fucking disgusting she is. I was gonna, 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 gonna say go. no offense, but I fully intend to offend all women from Boston. New Yorkers come in a close second. After that, it's Australians. So, <laughs> women with ugly accent.
2: People from moon Moonsocket. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> just saying that fucking name and that accent. I'm like, Ugh. Um, you have dealt with <laughs> yeah, Quebecois Quebec, yeah. as well. Quebecois, uh. French Canadian. Like, well, you're not fucking French, so shut up. <laughs> What's worse than a fucking a, a, yeah. a dickhead French person? Somebody that's pretending to be a dickhead French person. Get the fuck out of here. Um, poo poo we we.
0: We're pissing off <laughs>
1: everybody.
2: <laughs> like, I,
1: <laughs> I am not Canadian, I am Quebecois. I don't care, like, that's fine. Like,
2: what about know. those California people, huh? That surf talk or uh,
1: yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah man, tubular dude. Cool, dude. Well, maybe that not so much anymore. I but, actually have a friend that's yeah. like really a surfer, surfer, surfer dude who I, I love dearly, but it makes me laugh. Like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro,
2: that's what and, I mean. Yeah, the surf talk.
1: The original yeah, Point Bible Break Hill is one of my favorite movies of all time, and Patrick Swayze is Bodie in that movie with that Cali accent. Yeah, I tell you, it's pretty amazing. But um, but yeah, I mean, people are sick of this shit. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fucking. You know what? To be fair, Patrick Swayze did all of his own stunts in that movie. It's a bad motherfucker, surfing, he skydiving. He did all that shit. Skydiving. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, people are getting sick of this stuff. Like it's we gotten to the point now where. You know, we don't want the fucking hospitals because, you know, we've talked about in the episodes many times about them coming after our children and, you know, teachers and school counselors having the ability to get medical treatment done on these kids without parental consent, even though they're under 18. It's just fucking chaos. So the thing about the left is, you know, and and I mentioned this in our episode that we did last week about how they've just went way past the fucking threshold that it's to such an extreme now that they're fully exposing themselves. And how fucking radical these people want to be. And I think that's a great thing. Now, it's not a great thing considering the detriment it is to these fucking children that are getting mutilated and abused and their parents should be put in fucking prison for the rest of their life or a psych ward because they're lunatics. But in general, you know, when you see your average person that kind of floats in the middle is too terrified to say joe biden's doing a bad fucking job and will lightly say they don't like trump but at the end of the day they fucking hate the fact that their taxes are about to go up with the inflation um inflator bill that just went fucking <laughs> and gotten approved right they're just sick of the shit so when they see stuff like this man it's just not okay the drag shows the fucking general mutilation it's just not good so you know i, I wish these things weren't happening to children uh, in our country right now but I love the fact that these people are just exposing their fucking how how much of a monster they really are. and It's fucking, you know, it's like the opposite of Scooby-Doo, right? Where they pull the monster mask off and it's it's the fucking doctor, it's the librarian or the maintenance guy. Really, now it's the opposite of that. Like, we're pulling the fucking person mask off and you're seeing this hideous fucking creature that these people are. And they need to be exposed. It's just like the movie They Live. Put the glasses on and see the fucking monsters. These are the monsters. You know, but at this you point, love, love, love. we don't need the glasses anymore.
0: Oh, and when you want to talk yeah. about monsters, our, our uh, friend, Lisa Langer, uh, who does have a sort of a Boston She's accent a to it. That's
1: not very nice, yeah. Lisa. Yeah, I can't believe you he said that, Lisa. Cool. That was so mean.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a fucking sissy wee giggle that was. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, Lisa's going gonna- oh, to be so bad. Yeah. We miss you, Lisa. We're just kidding.
0: <laughs> but anyways, um, I think I bet that she would have something to say about this person. Um, when you talk about what people uh, say, like us, John Henry, when we want to take action, when we want to have actual systematic change um, when it comes to things like a children's hospital pushing genital mutilation on the public, like when you want to take any sort of justice related action when you have people and we're seeing this with ag uh merrick garland right we're seeing this with uh there's several examples uh, around with the the soros prosecutors and the soros da's all around the all around the country and then you get to places like boston and ag can we stop there for a second
1: can can we go down just a quick little vein i don't mind at all but just based on what you just Mm -hmm. said Can we just talk about the Gascon thing for a second? Oh, and how insane that is? Yes, absolutely. It's fucking insane. Chris, did you see that? No, no, no. I'm confused right now. Okay, so let let me fill you in here because this is something that was completely fucking suppressed. And it was super difficult to find any bit of information on. Okay? So you know that they recalled that, um, that DA, right? Super extreme San Francisco DA, right? Yeah, yeah. Hear about that? So he's yeah, a do. Soros fucking appointed D.A. So everybody knows mm-hmm. Gascon has, has, I mean, absolutely fucking destroyed the, the safety and sanctity that maybe existed at one point in California. So obviously, uh, there was the ability to recall. So they want to put it on the ballot, right? You need a certain amount of signatures. Well, how many signatures do they need? 700,000 or 500,000?
0: I think it was 500,000.
1: So they need 500,000 okay, signatures. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So they get way more than yeah they had like over 700, like 750,000. Yeah. okay now get this shit after all this fucking insanity that we hear about the elections in Arizona and all of this right they audit the yeah. signatures for the recall and they throw out just enough signatures. Saying that they're not off like 30%
0: for, of the fucking signatures.
1: <laughs> yeah. To completely halt the recall effort and keep Gascon in office so it wouldn't go on a ballot to recall So, wow. No IDs, no signature verification, none of this shit in a presidential fucking election. So, folks, just to be clear, those of you out there. They're going, God, I mean, I don't know if the fraud's as bad as it is. I mean, I don't know. My friend saw 2,000 mules, and I mean, is it really that's what it is? If this isn't fucking proof that our entire electoral process is so fucking corrupt, there's nothing that ever will be. There's nothing that ever will be. Short of what they do in Russia or or fucking, you know, in in countries in Central America where the president is just elected before the election even happens. It's not even real. It's all a fucking facade. So now I'll, you I'll do this- you one
2: better. Oh, sincerity. Do me yeah, one. Do it. I I think they're actually
1: selected uh decades in advance, but I'm uh I'm I a believe conspiracy that. theorist. I agree with you because I am. And I think that these people are fucking grouped. Yeah. Obama yep. guaranteed he was fucking decades That's in advance. Thank you. He had no past and
2: all this came out of no fucking
1: past, no real experience and just comes out of nowhere as a fucking junior Senator and wins the presidency. Yep. Fuck that. That whole entire thing was a construct. No no footage,
2: no footage of him in college. That
1: doesn't look weird. You know, bro. he doesn't even have a fucking look. Oh, birth oh, Here we go. We're really going back to the fucking birth or thing. The social security numbers all over the place. He doesn't yeah. have a birth certificate in Hawaii. He has a certificate of birth. It's two different things. I know that sounds stupid to some, and you're going, oh, "This guy's a fucking idiot." No, no, it's it's two different things. A certificate of live birth means that he physically is alive and residing in the state. I mean, it's it's right. fucking insane.
2: I'm Did not you look even at like it? the birther guy. I think, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Back when it was happening, yeah. I'm yeah. not even uh, in the birther camp. I, I, I don't i'm not even going by that i think he was uh, cia all the way
1: like oh yeah I, I, i'm um, with you fuck yeah i'll put my tinfoil helmet on all day yeah. with that bro. His mother too uh-huh yeah exactly so you and i didn't him. mean to
2: cut you off you're on this no you're good man. popped
1: in my head but but i totally like, agree he, 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 with you it's a valid point right you look at fucking um trudeau in canada right in his father's ties yes. he was groomed for that position you know, one of the things that Trump did such an His extraordinary job
2: of... Studio of course. Oh, sorry. <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some, I mean, you know, look up some weird conspiracies, conspiracies. Look to see who they think Trudeau's real dad might be. <laughs> That'll fuck you up a little bit. Have um, a cigar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fucking people think he's fucking Fidel yeah, yeah. Castro's love child. So, you have... I hope he you is. know, one of the things I love about what happened to Bitch Cheney... Um, was that now, I mean, for yeah. the first time, and I think it's 44 years, there's not a Bush, a Clinton, or a Cheney in office. That's a big fucking deal, yeah. man. You know, ripping apart those dynasties yeah. and pulling these people out of
0: there. Should they burn some fucking because sage you're in that yeah, place or something? Still,
1: they're still
2: behind the Fuck. scenes, though.
1: That's what I'm saying. So we know they're that these still people behind are behind the grown. scenes, guys. Of course, well, we know that. Yeah. There's no question. No question at all. But in general, when you I see think it, Liz you Cheney
2: know, actually Liz Cheney thought she was going to get it handed to her, like uh, by the Supreme Court, like uh, her daddy and uh, W. That's what I
1: think she yeah. was actually expecting hey, um, in, her, in her brain. Your dad's a piece of shit, and he shot somebody in the face. Yeah. So your dad's Satan. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey, WMDs.
2: Oh Cheney. yeah, and he also possibly hunted human beings. That's a whole Correct. other thing. Dave McGowan used to
1: go into. Oh, no, he definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) He's the only one that we actually saw that he didn't finish the job. He's like, I don't know. It was a total accident. I shot that guy in the face. It's crazy. I would never shoot a person. No, but
2: (laughs) I mean, he, I mean, there's, there's, there's uh, theories. I'll just say theories just be, uh, be, you know, cautious here. Yeah. that they hunt people in all those estates, Bilderbergs, all that shit. Fuck Yeah. Yeah, Yes, the most dangerous game. The novel. Uh absolutely and dick cheney yep. and 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 women that possibly uh, have something to do with the, the mk ultra uh, program or an offshoot of it there's those theories out there you know uh kathy smith i think uh was a famous famous woman that wrote wrote a book about uh, being brainwashed and all that and uh actually identified the cheney's uh member if you will <laughs> and uh all kinds of other stuff, but I, I think she may have been onto something.
1: Especially I'm with, telling was, you, man. Like you looked at some of like the Google Earth images of these estates; that they look yes. like like colosseums to do that shit, in. it's fucking crazy.
2: Hunting preserves. Yeah,
1: I like when we talk about this shit. Scalia, Scalia went with the
2: Cheney with a woman, a young woman, and the it's press so at the time tried to they tried to pass pass off the woman that was with Cheney and Scalia. They tried to pass it off as scalia's daughter but then i think scalia's daughter later on was like i was gonna a hunting trip but then they were both seen leaving the uh hunting reserve without the woman like, after like a few days allegedly. You know, i'm just allegedly. saying it's weird stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> allegedly yeah. allegedly on allegedly
0: um just a question for the audience uh percentage of of uh probability that dick cheney has tasted human flesh what, what do you what do you say uh, are you on the seventy percent probability uh scale? Are you on the thirty percent? Where are you at, folks? Oh, I'm going ninety. Yeah, is yeah. It go, <laughs> does
1: it go up to two hundred? Yeah, 90. how high
0: does this bitch go? <laughs> turn,
1: turn it up to 11
0: Yes. Yeah. Taking it to eleven. Oh. That's, oh, a, good, yeah. that's a good episode he deep, title. Deep,
2: deep. <laughs> he had no problem with the, he had no problem with all those other people uh,
1: that you know were killed in all these stupid wars. It's mm-hmm. not that far-fetched folks those guys have bloodlust so well sorry i know that took us down an interesting but it all connects because Um,
0: when you want to when you when you talk about evil people and where they come from they come from up through the system right like these people they fail upwards right they they continuously satanic pedophile they continuously produce bullshit that affects people in a negative or harmful way and they also groom children and this is this, uh-huh. the reason why I wanted to bring this up is that this person is running for higher office. So A.G. Healy here, this is this is from a little while ago, right? So this is uh, uh, from 2021. She announces her Children's Justice Unit. Now, it renames the first-of-its-kind unit that says expands work around education, juvenile justice, child welfare, immigration, and substance uh, use prevention. But when you read on it, it, says to reflect the breadth of work being done to promote more equitable. There you go. Uh, if, you're, if you're searching through anything that's trying to explain something to you and you stumble upon that word, that should be your first red flag. Okay? <laughs> this, this is how you go through an article, folks. And then it says, and positive outcomes for vulnerable children and young people in Massachusetts. Attorney General Mara Healy today announced her office's newly renamed Children's Justice Unit, or CGU, or JU. The unit replaces the Child and Youth Protection Unit, the first of its kind unit that A.G. Healy created in 2015. Now, as the unit has developed over the years, it has taken on a broad range of litigation and policy work, including in education, juvenile justice, child welfare, immigration, and substance use prevention, just as this shit set up there. But in this, it says, embedded in and working closely with the AG Civil Rights Division, CJU has focused on initiatives that ensure justice and equity for Massachusetts young people. Now, what, the, what could that be tied to? Well, let's see. It says in quotes here, we created this unit to utilize our office's unique position and expertise to advocate for and protect our state's youngest residents And we have seen that work work grow over the past five years to meet the needs of children and families, AG Healy said. As we take on more initiatives to ensure justice and equity, we want the focus of our newly named Children's Justice Unit to reflect our increased work to support vulnerable children and young people in Massachusetts. Now, that sounds great, right? Well, who are those people? What groups are they targeting? Some examples of CJU's past and present work do include addressing hate, bullying, and harassment in schools. It also talks about their Title IX regulation work. It also says education and equity, early education and care, school resource officers, and food insecurities. Oh, this is all great. Children in DCF care or other out of home situations. Hmm. Human Trafficking of Children In a new partnership with A.G. Healy's Human Trafficking Division, CJU is increasing its work to help prevent and address human trafficking of children, specifically commercial sexual exploitation using advocacy, public education, and or civil enforcement tools. Youth vaping. Yes. Th- this is their this is their to do list. They they partner this issue. The human trafficking of yep. children in the same fucking list as youth, youth vaping. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you feel that the children? of the Boston area are protected <laughs> with all of this. They've never, they've never been protected. It's unbelievable. Like they have, they have the gall, they have the outrageous gall to say that they can support shit like this. <laughs> they can okay. support this, but somehow they're going to stop
2: the How sex is that even legal guys? How is that even legal? I meant to ask earlier you guys know like oh through this like they're not 18
0: yet well yeah. that's the thing like the what the this article actually goes on to talk about how they pulled all this they scrubbed like all this stuff from youtube to try and hide the evidence of it right but it's out there like yeah. these the, the internet is forever people and, and if it's out there we can fucking find it that's for sure i usually do absolutely <laughs> i just didn't even know about this yeah though. and this particular and, and sort of to maybe jump back into this story for a second it does say over a week of intense backlash, children, uh, Boston's Children's Hospital removed language from their website that said the hospital's youth gender program offered irreversible sterilizing genital surgeries for patients as young as seventeen. Now you have to ask yourself if you're living in this area. And you have the ability to vote for somebody like A.G. Healy, who's running for higher office now. Let me let me remind you that they're failing upwards. That her positions and supporting shit like this that we just talked about is going to affect you. You have to get out and stop this somehow. Now, what I was going to propose, John Henry, based on what you brought up, though, like the, the little aside we just said, which I enjoyed. And it leads me to this. I was thinking that sometime around the election, hmm, hopefully before it, that we can coordinate this where we have a few friends on and I want to call it for what it's worth. And we actually sit down and talk about if it's worth fucking voting anymore. And I'm serious about that because there's a, there's a lot of people that I've talked to that have various positions on it. And I would love to have like an on an honest but and friendly conversation about whether or not we think that it's worth still doing it. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. And I, I, I don't know if anybody's willing to have that conversation other than us. But I'm willing to fucking have it.
1: <laughs> Take one I guess. For, I will hold my opinion until we have that discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah,
2: yeah. I say we save it. We save it.
0: We save it for the big show.
2: We we'll put a pin in that, as a the old people yeah. say. <laughs> is
0: the old folk. Speaking about putting a pin in it, let's jump off of this subject and on to another. Uh, On to Hellraiser. Yes, yes, on to Hellraiser. Uh, So,
1: Pelosi? Yeah, that that. (laughs) is exactly right. Spot on, Mr. Gray. So it says, millions,
0: (laughs) folks, in PPP loans to companies linked to Pelosi's fucking husband, a Kardashian for whatever the fuck reason, and other slibs. But all this stuff is forgiven too, including a Boston tie in here. Companies, NFL legend Tom Brady, <laughs> whose net worth is two hundred fifty million dollars, <laughs> they received yeah. nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars
2: in PPP wow. loans, and it's just and been meanwhile, I can't get food stamps. <sighs> Yay!
1: So, as I said, the rich, powerful, and corrupt get more rich, more powerful. And more corrupt. I mean, these loans being forgiven, the interest being forgiven uh, for clothing manufacturers. I mean, it is... This is this a middle
0: finger from insanity. the banks? Is This is, is this is a poke in the fucking eye. This is more than a middle finger. It it's like fuck you well, of people. Of course it is. Look, we're going to let all of our Gold influencers is. off. Of course. All of our public Man, influencers. What, what about all the
1: other people that genuinely needed this loan? Do they have to pay it back or was that uh, forgiven too? Yeah, like yeah, they just get their uh, business taken away.
2: God, <laughs> oh, it is just fucking wild. Did, We're but fucked. did
0: they just out themselves is like, if you're part of the GCO, you know, if you're part of the global corporatist oligarchy, if you're one of their fucking minion influencers, if you're one of the little bitches, you're on this fucking list, son. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, steal line from Chris it's Jericho. You just made wood the wood list. Like Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, fuck. I mean, let's talk about this. It says some companies owned by wealthy celebrities that received millions from the government funded paycheck protection program intend to help small businesses uh, survive the pandemic. Well, it reportedly uh, did not. Uh, they don't have to repay the money. <laughs> they don't have to fucking give the money back. <laughs> the Good American Gene Company of celebrity influencer Khloe Kardashian Whose net worth is estimated about fifty million dollars received roughly one point two five million PPP loans. This is uh, David Knight was talking about modern monetary theory or MMT folks this week. And if you haven't heard of that shit, why don't you go to your brave search and uh, pop that in the the search bar <laughs> and get familiar with modern monetary theory because it's about to rule your life. Um, up until the point where they digitize all of the currency. And that's when the fucking drones come after you. So, but we're getting there. So December. Yeah. So right around December, <laughs> I mean, if they could push it out yeah. by Christmas, but like, you know what happens sometimes let's, I'm going to go back to the panel for this. Cause I think this is important. Um, do you remember when they rushed the ET video game, Chris? <laughs> 1982.
2: And then they buried that sucker in the landfill. Yes.
0: So here, here's my proposition. We have a very good friend, uh, Silas Guthier, that's, uh, that we've had on the show. And he believes that at this point, too, that uh, the, our opposition out there in the GCO has sort of overplayed their hand. And I think that a, a brilliant uh, sort of comparison there to that would be is that they're trying to rush this, this shit for Christmas, and it ain't going to be ready. It's going to be the E.T. video game version of it. It's going to be bullshit. It's going to be shit. And it's gonna end up in a fucking landfill, and we're gonna be standing on top of it, pissing
2: on it. And I'm gonna love it. It's not even gonna be that awesome uh, Atari game, uh beat 'em and eat 'em. Beat 'em and know? eat 'em. Well, you know what? Yeah. The drones can do that now.
0: I don't know if you folks have heard yeah. about the carnivorous fucking drones that yeah. eat human flesh, flesh, yes, to, yeah. to fuel themselves on the battlefield. Of course. Hey, B.
2: Arthur died a long
1: time (laughs) ago. Fucking black mirror is real life. Hey, speaking of drones, did you guys hear about uh, the assassination in in Russia? No. No. (laughs) So you have this guy in Russia. um, So he's basically the go-to, the unofficial go-to for Putin. The guy was a mastermind behind the whole entire Ukrainian war. His name is Alexander Dugin. I've heard of Um, him, yeah. Yeah, so Alexander Dugan, apparently the guy's like ultra nationalist, super far right. They're, they're calling him an occultist, the whole deal. And right. a lot of people think he's the one that talked Putin into going to war with Ukraine. So it's interesting. So he's at a pro Putin rally with his daughter, who's 35 years old. Um, it's interesting that they call him uh, Putin's Rasputin. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so it's wow. interesting. So he's there with his daughter. Uh, they're leaving at the same time. And at the last minute, he switches vehicles with his daughter, right? Hmm. So she jumps into his car, uh, leaves, and the car that she's in, that's her dad's car, just fucking explodes the smithereens and kills her instantly like a michael hastings only without the speed or, or yeah whatever. exactly yeah but instead wow. of them you know remote controlling the car into a tree at 115 miles an hour they just exactly. fucking blow it up the smithereens man wow yeah really and how long ago how, today. was it this morning yeah okay all right yep. wow just happened you have any idea what
2: like what what was he planning or any kind of um, all, well,
1: basically, or? a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of Russians that are very anti the Ukraine war. Yeah, and, uh, I guess this guy. There's a lot of people that do not like this fucking guy. Hmm. Um, they are not fans at all. So let's see here. So Dennis Pushilin, the head of the Donetsk People's Republic, a pro-Moscow puppet state in eastern oh, Ukraine, right. posted the terrorists of the Ukraine regime. Trying to eliminate Alexander Dugin blew up his daughter in a car. Blessed memory of Daria. She is a real Russian girl. So he directly blamed terrorists of the Ukrainian regime. I
2: get, do I can I just tell you one thing. I get the chills when you uh, when you were pronouncing. I'm from Massachusetts. When you were pronouncing um, that janovsky was that the one of the puppet Republic that you just mentioned um, Donesk. yes there um, they had a series of murders that took place there that um, that apparently were films like snuff films type things and uh, uh, I stumbled upon a video that got leaked it was like called two guys one Hammer or something oh, it was like the worst oh. worst thing I've ever seen and when you said that way to derail the show chris yeah,
1: <laughs> taking us up from message yeah. mass holes Sorry. are doing everything thank you <laughs> just don't stop anyway, talking about the story. fucking patriots or i'm just I'm, I'm checking out of the conversation oh uh, we don't have to oh do i that. hate this <laughs> let me yeah. tell you about fucking tom brady how <laughs> oh, about you don't well One of
0: our last. All right,
1: sorry for taking us down that road, man. I just thought that was really interesting that that had happened today. I want to share that. We're talking about drone warfare and all that crazy shit. Well, yeah,
0: things that get us to civil war. One hundred one is uh, this tie-in: Boston BLM activist Monica Cannon Brandt, whose Boston nonprofit was shut down after she and husband blew thousands in charity donations on dinners and vacations (laughs) and nail salon (laughs) (laughs) trips. ask court to allow her to mass apply balls. for unemployment benefits oh
1: man my only question is why was it only thousands
0: when we problems? had that conversation john henry weak. about i ain't, ain't paying for that last week man like, this that. is yeah, this I'm is on that fucking list folks this i mean i'm not paying for that <laughs> yeah. i'm not fucking paying for that oh, oh. Don't you do that to us? Don't you use these people in ops to fucking push us towards civil just war? Like you the, bastards!
1: They whore out these social issues. Exactly. Right. They fucking prostitute them out. That's what yeah, they are. These are social issue yeah,
0: pimps. Social whores. Yeah.
1: And that's what they yeah. do. They just whore it out. They whore out the scenario, and and oh, just tried. fucking benefit from it. Man. Yeah. Sigmund Freud said it. And it's it's they're literally like pimps because they don't give a fuck about the African American communities. Right, Time and time again, we see this with all the BML shit, BLM. What did they actually do to contribute to African-American communities? Because one thing we can all agree on is something needs to change there. They need help. Right? I think pull people out of fucking poverty. I think the ones that put that thing together also put together the January 6th uh, debacle as well. No, it's all fabricated. It's all bullshit. So You have these people buying these fucking, you know, $25 million mansions. It's just a fucking disgusting abuse and then they just they are fully taking advantage and they're fucking exploiting people, man. They're exploiting people that genuinely need help for their own personal fucking benefit. It's disgusting. Fuck her. She should go to jail. Fucking unemployment. So now the state, we should pay for this fucking asshole's life? We should fucking allow her to go on fucking government assistance for rent and get her a fucking Obama phone? Fuck you. How's that sound? How about you go get a motherfucking job at that nail salon and make a paycheck? you grimy fucking scumbag. I'm trying, man. <laughs> Damn. That's how I feel I'm not, cr- I'm not returning that's, my costs. That's, <laughs> that's my hot take on this asshole. No, I love that. That was great. <laughs> dude, I couldn't work in
0: one of those <laughs> fucking, fucking places. That smell, that smell in a nail <sighs> salon fucks with me. Ooh. I can't stand that. The fucking smell, dude. It is gross. Think about this
1: shit. This fucking idiot takes vacations to get away from the shithole cities that she's fucking operating under the guise that she's there to assist these people. Well, of course. What a fucking hypocritical scum fuck. Well,
0: fuck yeah. you. And, and, and also well-funded though. Like that's, that's the thing that you will see and that, that, and Chris has you found, I'm sure in a lot a second. of his, hold on a
1: second. Hold yeah. on a second. I agree with her. Oh. I think that she should have free housing and three meals a day. <laughs>
2: and, and
1: one hour of activity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so, there's the public assistance that I'm in support of for this fucking idiot prison.
0: Yeah, Can can we trade for a J six? Should we we get a
1: draft now? (laughs) Yeah, please. Yeah. Can we swap? I mean, since we're willing to fucking negotiate uh, Russian arms. Thank you for for bringing that up, dude. A fucking dookie squat WNBA fucking basketball player that broke laws in another fucking country in which he was there to make money. You know, I like Rogan's take on it. You know, well, hold on now. Dennis Rodman's going to go and see if he can get her out, guys. I don't know if you saw that today. But old fucking, yeah. the, the Rodman, he's going to go try because, you know, he's our, he's our political He's our organizer. North
2: Korean ambassador, you
1: know. Oh, he sure is, man. But it's interesting because one of the things I appreciate about Rogan because so many of these people are coming on the show and going, oh, but it's so terrible what's happened to the Brittany Griner. And Rogan's going, it's so fucking terrible how many people in the United States are in prison for weed. And it's fucking legal in half the country now. Yeah, he was talking about problem. a guy that went to prison. He sold weed to a fucking undercover cop that totaled a little over an ounce, and I think it was Arizona Phoenix or somewhere. And the dude's yeah. in jail for 15 fucking years. And they that's just right. they just uh refused to commute his sentence since he's 21 years old for fucking weed. And you can buy weed in Arizona now. But we're worried about Britney fucking Griner. Listen, if you go into fucking Russia, if you go into fucking China, if you go into North Korea, you understand that there's a certain level of fucking liability there. But these egotistical, arrogant fucktards think that they're so above the fucking law and normal humans that they can do whatever they want. Here's some news for you. Um, Take a couple minutes and, and watch a few episodes of Locked Up Abroad because let me tell you. The first few episodes of that show that I saw fucking 15 years ago, I was pretty certain I was never going to take drugs into another fucking country. Yeah. But I guess I'm not in as important as Brittany. Grant. I have two words for you. Midnight express. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Both, both the movie
0: exactly. and the tag team. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, jumping yeah. into this,
0: uh, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about, yeah, speaking of getting tag-teamed.
1: Um, <laughs> hey, speaking well, of, before you go into this, and I'm all over the fucking place, and I apologize. And I know I know, we have our listeners out there go, he's fucking doing it again. No,
0: we're streaming
1: again. We're, I'm trying not to. Just because you said Midnight Express, I want to throw a yeah. few things out here really briefly that are oh, really yeah. good listens. Okay. Duncan Trussell on Rogan this week, or this last week, yep. fucking unbelievable i highly recommend that also brand new episode lex friedman podcast if you don't know who he is he does a lot of ai work brilliant fucking yeah. guy just well, got back on. from ukraine and russia uh yeah his episode that just came out i think yesterday with him and jordan peterson yeah Woo, saw buddy yeah, yeah put your fucking helmet on strap in because that is an intellectual powerhouse from both sides. Wow. Great listens. Well,
2: I know that I know Lex had just interviewed uh, Joe right before he went over there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wild. So uh, sorry, but when you said Midnight Express, I thought Duncan Trussell because his show is the Midnight yes. Gospel, which from yeah. what I understand, you should probably do drugs before you watch that. Not that I am condoning doing drugs. That's just what, what they say. Well, yeah, that
2: or uh, Joey Diaz as well. Oh, oh, I you. love Joey Diaz.
0: Me too. But for those of you that uh, do yeah, that work, some Joey Diaz. kudos to you too. As well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Six is like, yeah. <laughs> now, it, says, it says from the
1: Federalist,
0: uh, think the FBI deserves the benefit of the doubt? Uh, um, hell no.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, hard no for no.
0: me. No.
2: No. <laughs> Never never again. So we're not gonna read through them. this
0: whole bitch, but I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna treat this as like a uh kind of like their top ten list. Like if you're gonna go through like a greatest hits of the FBI's failures. I like it. Uh, I'm gonna go
1: through like one by one and we can we can think back to like didn't they do that on one of the night shows?
2: Yeah, that was uh David Letterman's
1: top yeah, ten. Letterman. To the letterman. yeah, the letterman. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, yeah. well
1: All right, you might wanna throw more than a pencil when you when you hear some of these but this is like a yeah, or something. oh yeah now now how are we going to frame this can chris and i t- have some hot takes or are we just going to rip through it how do you want to oh it? yeah
0: uh I just uh if you want to interject just throw it in there we're, we're just going to go at it yeah hey, like oh savages. by the way
2: i also took my face off the screen because for some reason the uh video component seemed to uh be um on a delay so i looked all like warpy and stuff so i figured mm. that would be
1: yeah we don't it's probably Sorry, probably massive guys. amount of pornography you have on your computer slowing everything down, but that's well, neither here nor there. Yeah, here. I mean, Pornhub, you know, only goes so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's rip the FBI corruption list. Yeah, this
0: laundry list of corruption should make you think again, it says. Now, as we scroll down, it says uh, the FISA warrants. Now, uh, this was kind of like at the, at the time that I was starting to notice um some people in the alternative or conspiracy community starting to talk about things like this. Now, I'm not a security expert of any sorts. I don't have a background in anything like that. I swear to you. Uh, these, these FISA oh. warrants though, like learning that this is something that was used in the uh, war on terror. And this was weaponized and used against a political candidate made me think that, Oh, if they could do that to somebody, and I'm not saying that uh, it—it's the totality of the story, right? I, Chris might have a different perspective to add to this, but like w- for me, like the targeting here, like whenever you saw the FBI weaponize a tool for terror against a political candidate, that shattered a lot of my former worldview for me. Like a lot of the shit that I it was clinging to for a long time in my life. And relying on just being, oh, I could just, I could rely on that system just maintaining somewhat, you know, I can tread water in this system. I can make enough money in this system. I can, I could eventually get ahead in this system, maybe. Oh, fuck no. Nope. <laughs> you know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris, yeah. you could, you could agree with me on that, <laughs> no. right, brother? I mean, this is, this, this is. Uh, uh,
2: I'll even, I'll even, I, yeah, I'll even say this. I mean, this isn't like a political candidate, but they, they, they made it so that the feds can go and look up your library book selection after with the Patriot Act with after nine eleven. Oh, absolutely, I mean they can do anything now. You know, so this is not has not surprised me one bit. But if you didn't know this stuff prior, then yeah, it's going to be uh, you know it's pretty hard to uh, comprehend. Oh, you well, know?
0: it's the, it's a famous deal like uh, like taking out catchers in the rye. Like if you've taken out that book before like supposedly that you're put on some sort of list, like just the ideas that have floated around for or decades.
2: For the communists. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and they also say that, you know, John Hinckley and Mark David Chapman, you know, they say that that book has some weird MK ultra type stuff in it. and That you want to be uh, a rabble rouser or a rebel rouser, whatever. I'm from Massachusetts. So I don't have a good, uh, I don't have good english skills but yeah they certain books would flag you and make you feel like a terrorist <laughs> i mean and here's an idea is
0: that sort of in, in your opinion then could that be something like a honey trap of sorts that that people put information out that out that they say is salacious right like create like yeah. the idea of shock and like controversy And the way that you can pump up things in media, you know, like the way that you talk, you had a great conversation with uh, Tony Arterburn, uh, who who you do awesome work with all the time, my friend. Uh, But you guys talked for a little bit about William Randolph Hearst and just the effect of that evil son of a bitch. Like that if you go back, like if, if you folks, if you don't get into history, check out the story just of William Randolph Hearst. And,
2: and like in yellow journalism.
0: oh yeah like if you want a question for like ask yourself h- how long has this been going on for oh fuck it's been going on forever and ever like this is this is why this isn't uh we're gonna fix this tomorrow type of fucking problem <laughs> it ties
2: into the war on drugs
0: too. oh absolutely like they've built this up over decades and Chris, you know it firsthand. Like in your research, that like everything that happened around nine eleven and beforehand that set up the situation that created those
2: those situations,
0: right? That that created those vulnerabilities well, yeah, looking, even
2: uh, in people's psyche. Well, even if you look at our crypt keeper in chief, that's there right now, that's uh, barely alive. He uh, he had no qualms about you know bragging right after nine eleven about how. He was the author of the Patriot Act uh, right before uh, Oklahoma City happened, and you know he's right. He actually did. He he authored he authored basically what became the Patriot Act after uh, September eleventh, two thousand one, and that was you know they had a lot of plans you know and that that they passed that through uh, after midnight I believe when there was nobody even at the Capitol so. Yeah, this is all set up years in advance. These are the same people
0: that told us years later that there's nothing good that can happen at night, which is why they had to have COVID policies in place where there were there were fucking restrictions as to how late you could be out and operate your business. Well,
2: I was. Well, yeah. I mean, I was told back in the 80s that you know, I should only wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you're going to need those sunglasses these days,
0: folks, for the these motherfucking aliens that we're dealing with. And uh, speaking of the war on our consciousness, uh, John Henry, uh, you have a UFC update, actually, that you, you send us that ties into everything that we talk about here on the show? <laughs>
1: a UFC update? <laughs> oh, my God you see that this is remarkable uh so you have a gentleman that just fought on the ufc fight pass i need to get this guy's name i just sent it to you um but basically after he wins his fight he comes on and says that uh basically he's fighting for kids and to solve child starvation and uh hey jimmy kimmel uh you and all the hollywood fucking pedophiles can eat a dick and apparently the UFC just pulled that off of their website.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> the most beautiful thing I've ever heard.
1: Uh yeah, I need to figure out who this guy is yes. because I just saw that and that is fucking amazing <laughs> that these people are over and over and over now, and you're starting to see people with a platform um, come out and start to say this shit. So I thought that's culture jamming. Dude. Is great. That
0: I mean, that is that is Alex Stein professional culture jamming. Like that, that gentleman oh, yeah. just did like, if that shit's real, if that's all legit and it checks out you, sir, you win the internet for this round.
1: <laughs> like, like you, you just, yeah. I mean, cause you know, we just had Israel Adesanya style bender come out and talk about Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh yeah. You know? So wow. just a couple of weeks ago, he came out and said, yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. You know, it's the first time that a pedophile has ever been arrested for trafficking children to nobody. And we want to see the book. We want to see the list, you know, and there was a meme that has been circulating That said, um, you know, until we see the list, assume that every fucking judge, actress, actor, famous person is on that motherfucker. And I believe that shit, man. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's it in the book too. Oh yeah. They're all fucking gross, man. They're all gross. So I love seeing these people come out and there's a lot of people talking about the fucking list, man. A lot of people, Rogan talks about it damn near every episode. Somehow either he or a guest brings it up and, um, You know where, where is it? Who the fuck is on it? First time ever that somebody's been arrested that, the, the, that there's no information about who the kids were trafficked to. And we know that Epstein, that fucking scumbag demon, had video equipment through the whole house. He filmed all these fuckers having sex with underage
2: kids. Well, well, John Henry, you just answered your own question. That's Well, I don't know if it was your own question, but you brought up a good point that just made me think that the reason why there's no looking at the book or any, you know, any, where any of these children were were sent to is because of all the video footage that is still being used as blackmail. So none of these judges yeah, or any point
1: want to touch that's a this great point. Whatsoever. Fuck, maybe that's what the whole thing was about. Exactly. Just so they could obtain it and use it instead of Jeffrey yeah. Epstein. How about exactly. that for the fucking, there's your twist on the story. Fucking Chris yeah. Graves brings it in first, everybody hey masshole number one right here fucking finally got something good out of a mass hole <laughs> and I still it really handle, wasn't about you know? it wasn't about prosecuting jeffrey epstein or fucking maxwell no. it was about getting their greedy dirty fucking hands on the exactly. fucking footage so that they could use it to fucking sway and persuade the fucking masses and politicians because you think about it like if that list came out for real and the yeah. footage got fucking leaked you know what that would do to our fucking society Country and culture as a whole? Yeah. Hollywood would be fucking dead. The music industry would be fucking dead. Politics, yeah. it'd be a fucking chaos. Chaos if that shit came out. Yeah. Because you so know there's a hell of a lot more fucking people in there than we even think there is. Oh, the it's Fucking idols, right? It's all about the yeah. false idols. This goes back to the demonic shit. And you know yeah. that people idolize all these famous people. They fucking worship them. Right. Yeah. Well, thing is, you expose them as fucking demons, and the devil loses his power and his fucking grip over people. And they can't have that, man. They can't fucking have that. You can't no get way. This. They've
2: been doing this since the beginning of Hollywood, too.
1: No, of course, man. It's just gnarly. And it's like in what I was, I called number six the other day. And, um, you know, and listening to actually, this was Duncan Trussell on Lex Friedman. <laughs> Br- yeah. Brings it full circle. And I'm like, hey man, I just heard some shit that's one of the most profound things I've ever heard. And of course, what he does all the time is like, oh yeah, you didn't know that. So, yeah. <laughs> and and what it was was so Lex Friedman. He asked Duncan Trussell, "Are you capable of evil?" And Duncan's comment was, "Everybody is." Yes, he said because even people that say no, they're already participating, whether directly or indirectly, and they're complicit in evil acts. So Lex mm-hmm. goes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what do you mean by that? He goes, simple, Lex, do you pay taxes? He goes, of course I do. He goes, "Does those do those taxes fund wars and murdering people in other countries and drone strikes? Do they fund evil doings by the government? And it's like, that was that fucking aha moment for me where I'm like, fuck, man. You know, if yeah. we're in a battle of good versus evil, Duncan Trussell just made it clear that everybody is forced to participate in evil fucking acts. Just look at the
2: children in Iraq that were maimed and uh, and murdered. You know, oh, by fuck. of course, five dollars
1: the fucking drone strikes, man. When I learned about yeah, all of what shit was the was
0: Bati was... boy stuff that was happening in Afghanistan, like the shit that came out in those reports about how they were just allowing oh, like young boys to be taken advantage of, and like the pe- the people on our I'll side go. were told to stand back and let it happen.
2: Uh, yes. I'll, I'll give you something. I'll give you you guys something really evil. Oh, here we go. Really, very evil. And my good friend, Donald Jeffries, he knows all about it, too. Seymour Hirsch, the reporter, he came out and said that he saw, or he had evidence, or he kind of let it be, he kind of made it seem like he saw the footage, that there were U.S. soldiers that were ordered to rape Iraqi boys in front of their screaming mothers. And supposedly there's a whole bunch of footage, footage of this. And if that had been allowed to come out at a certain point, we would have never stayed in Iraq. And there would have been a lot of change back then. So anyone out there who thinks I'm making this up, just look up, Seymour Hirsch, Iraqi boys, scandal. You know, I think this was... 2008 2009 it could be a little off here or there but
1: that and is how truly any yeah. fucking times do we have to say it it always comes back to the children every yep. fucking Raspers time love, love the children yep. every yep. time it comes back to the kids man yeah it's <sighs> disgusting yeah it really is
2: Speaking of uh, that's how you, uh, that's how you control the powerful people that you want, you know, for your puppets, you know, they usually do the compromising thing, like right off the bat, even if they were legitimate and they wanted to do a good job and stuff that they usually get compromised, whether they like it or not, because true power is pretty evil. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like, but with supporting evil and being forced to pay
0: for it. I mean, this is exactly what we're talking about here with, with this case with the FBI. I mean, and moving on in the list, we've, yeah. So here's the
1: thing. FISA warrants. How many times have you heard Trump say the Russia, Russia, Russia? There you have it. guys. And then that's just
0: our first point in this. Then after that, misleading the Congress, following the collapse of the grand Russia collusion hoax, the lawmakers on Capitol Hill began demanding answers about FBI misconduct. Former FBI director, James Comey lied to Congress. Claiming the Bureau (laughs) was just investigating four individuals, not the Trump campaign, in a dubious spin.
1: (sighs) A dubious spin. (laughs) I like like that verbiage. Yet if we lie in a court of law, we go to jail. Uh, Or if you even tell the truth. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's just
0: sort of, it's at whim, isn't it? (laughs) The the decisions that they make, it seems. Uh, Then also misleading DOJ leaders. So we've been talking a lot about the Department of Justice recently and their involvement in this Mar-a-Lago raid and all that scandal. But uh, when you want to talk about the FBI's long involvement in other various scandals, it says not only was Congress led astray as FBI officials conducted a rogue operation to defund the incumbent regime, but so was senior leadership in President Trump's DOJ. You don't say Handwritten notes revealed that Sussman Trowell exposed how FBI agents sought to cover up malicious misconduct, wherein DOJ leaders tasked with FBI oversight were misled about the investigation's progress. The notes show FBI agent Peter Strzok wrongly told DOJ supervisors the surveillance warrant on page had been fruitful. And Strzok also concealed knowledge that Steele's sources were not credible and claimed instead that the dossier was crown reporting from MI6, the CIA's British counterpart. Well, yep. isn't that a coinky dink that they're best buddies no. overseas? <laughs> yeah. Tea and fucking yeah. crumpets. Wow. You don't think that that. You don't think that they would share that information? Oh no, you—they can't do that. There's rules against that. You—you you mean to tell me That's these fuckers reason. play by the rules? Do we have to play for you? I thought so. Do we have to play for you all of, all of the lies that have been
1: told to hey, us from uh, these people? Serious question for yes. both of you. You okay. guys ever eaten a crumpet?
0: I honestly—I've had an English muffin, but I don't—I
1: don't think no. that counts. No, no, no. Chris, well,
2: have you I've, ever eaten I've, a crumpet? I've eaten a blue-haired strumpet. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. No, no, no crumpets for me.
1: All right. I just want to throw this out there, random thought, because I ironically just ate crumpets in Seattle uh, at Pike's Place Market. Sorry for your a place called Crumpet, Crumpet, Crumpet. <laughs> if you even remotely enjoy an English muffin, a crumpet is a whole different level, and it is nothing short of absolutely extraordinary. So I'm going to go ahead and say one. I fully endorse crumpet eating. Little butter, little jam. I can also make savory ones. Uh, crumpet, crumpet, crumpet. Pike's Place Market, Seattle. Phenomenal. If you've never had one, so if you're there, go get one. And I am also looking for any and all crumpet sponsorship opportunities. Back to you.
2: Okay. Steve. I I'll be honest. For years and years, I thought that crumpet was just another slang name for brumkin. <laughs> so you have That's eaten awesome. some crumpets. Yeah, <laughs> whoa! I am from Mass, but I have some feelings still. I think
1: oh, the only one though, one feeling left. Don't use it. No, up. one and a half. We're going for one and a half.
0: <laughs> and then Chris Graves's feelings grow and another one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> on the next one. On the next years. one, yes. On the next one, here's Oh, and then it it when it comes down to it, misleading Trump. So. Comey th- uh, thought the Crossfire Hurricane investigation, it says, was important enough to brief outgoing President Barack Obama on the probe, but kept Trump oh, for in the dark. Sure.
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Comey's such a piece of fucking garbage. How did he never get indicted? Well, I guess not. A- and, and
0: wasn't,
1: yeah, I was wasn't say he it. a leaker to the <laughs> no media? Remark.
0: Wasn't he like an outed yeah. leaker to the media?
1: Yeah. Uh uh-huh. hmm. Yeah. I mean, we also have Hillary pushing her, but her emails merchandise again. okay oh, so none of this is fucking shocking anymore.
0: Yeah. They, yeah. they have no shame. They have no shame. Now, here's a questionable one. All right. I'm going to throw this out there. Um, I have talked to people that have various, various uh, ideas about Mr. Michael Flynn.
1: I don't like him. I don't like him. I, I personally, I think it's complicit.
2: Chris. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't back it up, but uh, I think he might be onto something there. Okay. Yeah. I don't trust any of these bastards, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, so for the audience, it
0: says, In June 2020, a federal judge ordered that all charges be dropped against Flynn, whom Trump subsequently pardoned in the waning days of his administration. Now, Michael Flynn got off because it seemed like Flynn was set up, but it seemed like he gave himself up in a weird type of situation where... I, I th- at least thought no. that he his son was uh, sort of threatened in a way of having charges pressed against him. So f- it, it seemed like Flynn fell on his sword and then did these lesser charge type of plea deals thing, which if you look into a lot of corrupt looking bullshit, a lot of corrupt looking bullshit yeah. that Chris Graves and I have been looking into recently, folks, um, you will see a connection with these fucking plea deals. And why is that? Well, are they doing yes. business with these people? Like, are plea deals in part of doing business? Yes. And then, and, and then also, what? What's the
2: payoff? What's the payoff? <laughs> you brought up some great stuff, right? Oh, yeah.
0: What's yeah. the move? Yep. Now we've we've funded suicide bombing. That's why we can't bring Julian Assange back, right? That's why Michael Flynn gets a fucking pardon, and Julian Assange doesn't. Because as a country, yeah. that we we will we will fund some of the most heinous shit. We're funding some of the most heinous shit right now in Ukraine, like the night the nightmares that we're creating in the new in, in the Ukraine. I just saw something I didn't even include in the, in the show because we had so much shit. But uh, Guard Goldsmith puts out an awesome fucking newsletter, and I, I might as well just uh, pull that up right now. Um, What's that called again? Uh, yeah. I, this is uh Sunday news assembly. Um, yeah, okay. he, he does this awesome. Oh, I can't log in. There we go. Uh, but I've read it a few times. Yeah. yeah, I just, yeah. He, uh, he does this awesome newsletter. Um, and one of the things in, in it, uh, this week was that it talked about, um, all these different great stories, but it, it talked about this one where you have, and here, let me scroll down and see if I can find it here. Oh, here we go. Beethoven performance, John Henry, takes longer than 20 minutes. So the Beethoven performance at a famed music festival nixed after choir refuses (laughs) to wear masks. Yeah. Wow. We're retconning things from people's memory. The influence that yep. thing that things like seeing a Beethoven performance have in the in the process of your understanding of life itself.
1: It's rewriting history.
0: It's being ripped from us. Yeah.
1: It is, yeah. That's Look insane. at all the
2: songs that are not allowed to be on the radio anymore.
1: The fucking mask thing, man. Like I, I had to go get blood work and uh walk in and there's signs everywhere about you yeah, you have to wear a mask because it's a medical facility. Yeah. And I, I didn't. woman's like sir you have to put a mask on i go well i don't have that and i don't wear those anymore sir for us to render services you have to have a mask on i go i have to breathe yeah "Yeah, i'm like uh okay do you have one and she gives me a mask and i stick it on my fucking chin and they render services and i leave it's like so fucking stupid oh yeah i can't take it it's absurd and i can't stand seeing people with the fucking double masks on
2: Or when they're driving with... Oh, please. (laughs) It's so so fucking
1: unbelievable. And I've said the quote before that I saw online somewhere that, you know, if you're wearing your mask in your car alone, your commitment to stupidity is astounding. Like, that's a fact. Exactly. So they're killing Beethoven. Yeah.
0: They're they're just retconning Beethoven You know, away from people's memories. You know, canceling things, like taking away years of music and influence in people's lives with, with the COVID policies you know, ripping touring musicians off, off of the road, you know, which is how they survive uh, and putting people in positions where, you know, we don't have certain people anymore. Like we don't, we don't have Riley from power trip anymore. We don't have Trevor from black Dolly murder anymore. How many more aren't we going to have? Not that much. Yeah. So let, let's move on to something that um I think uh we're all very passionate about in this group because um we have some good friends that have been pork. Oh, yep, yeah, well When you this- talking
2: about the reruns of uh Roseanne? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wow, eating pork. Eating pork for sure.
0: Yeah. Um uh, scrolling to the top weirdly because this is a weird link, but it says uh Crying Capital police officer. Yes Aquilo uh what how the fuck do you pronounce that? Queen, Quill,
1: Aquilino, no, 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 no. it's Aquilino, Aquilino, Aquilino.
0: <laughs> Aquilino yeah. Name. Ganell humiliated as he is caught in lie after lie under oath, likely committed perjury at January 6th. Criminal trial. Must see video of officer trolled outside courthouse. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring this up on, uh, this episode is because, uh, I, I posted something about this because when I, when I scrolled down this, here, scroll down and past this piece of shit here. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. This picture. I wanted to bring this up on this episode because this is why we do this. This is why we bring people like Chris on. This is why we focus our research and our time and our attention on things like this. This is the type of impact we're looking for. So uh, this is a shout out to a friend, but this is a shout out to the people that we're looking to help out. Um, I just wanted to bring that up, but moving on, let's talk about uh, restoring. America says healthcare workers are being subjected to vaccine mandates Will get ten million dollars in legal settlements.
1: So initially, I went, "Fuck yeah, it's a win." And then I saw how much money they can get individually. Yeah. So it's a little win. Yeah, it's a baby. If win. that.
0: And then, if you have yeah. faith in the system, that the system will actually process it to pay out as you see posted here, that it
2: even gets to but that guys, point. They also had to. They were also forced to take the vaccine.
1: Yeah, that's correct. So it's not really a win, because the fucking But it's something. It's something. But the, I mean, you know, the I mean, the bitty little compensation over losing their job and now potentially yeah. having a, a lifetime of terrible side effects and repercussions yeah, from that.
2: Rewriting your DNA. Yeah, yeah that's
1: all. Hey, <laughs> allegedly.
2: Allegedly. I know. <laughs>
0: And it's just like uh, we, we yeah. do have a dear friend that uh, uh, <laughs> sort of has not a lot of faith in the system that would have a lot to say about this yeah. as well. I wish he could be here with us, but it says a group of nearly 500 healthcare <laughs> workers is slated to receive 10 million uh, payout in first of its kind settlement challenging their hospital's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. The Coalition of Workers at North Shore University Health System in Illinois filed their suit in October of 2021, alleging the healthcare facility was illegally refusing to grant religious exemptions to the mandate. Wow. Now it says the July 29th settlement agreement by the state's Northern District Court means 473 current and former healthcare uh, workers. Uh, soon to receive compensation for being denied religious exemptions from the healthcare system's vaccine requirement. Liberty Council, the legal group uh, representing 13 plaintiffs, said the settlement should serve as a strong warning to employers across the nation that they cannot refuse to accommodate those with sincere religious objections to forced vaccination mandates. According to a statement from Horatio, mihet vice president of legal affairs at the group so i mean yay is this is this a precedent that can be set now uh for future cases i hope so as we see the dominoes falling here uh what else do the dominoes hit john henry is there state funding in these hospital systems like if you have case after case and settlement after settlement with group after group that you've damaged over a course of years, that you cannot sue these pharmaceutical companies for, who are they going to sue? We've talked about this before.
1: Of course, because big pharma is not liable.
0: This is cloward and yeah. Piven. Like, this is yeah. a way to collapse the system. If you want to destroy mm-hmm. the American healthcare system, you make it un-fucking-workable financially. So you you fucking yeah. throw the game. You fuck the system. Every single time that now that somebody wants to sue in these cases, and I'm not saying that they don't have a right to sue, they were damaged. They were fucking lied to. Yeah. I would go out on a limb and say that they were fucking lied to. Yeah. Now, if they sue and this damages the healthcare system, I'm just saying we all rely on these healthcare systems, do we not, Sean Henry? Do, doesn't that put us in a position where we yeah. we now need parallel healthcare in this economy that we that we need to build <laughs> if, if, there's no infrastructure yeah, for it if you build it they will come Something folks scary. i promise you, know, you yeah. there's no infrastructure in there general. ain't no bullshit from that <laughs> movie true. like there's a lot of things that are that are bullshit movies and chris chris Gray's could probably fill you in on some of that too but that, when it comes to where my they <laughs> live really? yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, when, when it comes down to I if you build movie. it, they will come. Like, build some parallel healthcare oh, systems,
2: yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, because he had said they live earlier, and I'm still got that in my brain, yeah, yeah. I feel the dreams, yeah. If you build it, they will come. But uh, that was in the movies, folks. And, uh, Hollywood, uh, as we know, doesn't have our best interests at
1: hand. Oh, that's very true. Or in mind, it's like, like, look at the fucking compensation for this, yeah. yes. Anyone who lost a job due to their inability to comply with the mandate is eligible to receive $25,000. And any of the yeah. 13 plaint- plaintiffs involved in the suit are eligible for an additional $20,000, meaning they would receive $45,000 in total. At best. That's fucking crazy. Workers who eventually receive the vaccine, despite raising religious objections, would be eligible for three thousand dollars now i love that this I'm, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit i love that the agreement frees up two million fucking dollars for lawyers attorney, attorney fees. Okay. so if these people are in the medical field right I, I would assume they probably make an okay living yeah you'd think yeah, forty five thousand yeah. dollars for people that exactly. were subsequently forced to get the vaccine mandate even though they requested religious exemptions $3,000. That's
0: a quarter of their income, p- potentially.
1: <laughs> $3,000. <000. laughs> For what? Yeah. For blood clots? Yeah. For myocarditis? $3,000? Did they like determine your- that that's going to be the amount of money their copay is going to be when they end up in the fucking hospital because of complications from what they did to their body? Yeah. This is so insulting, man. And it just pisses me off because, like, when I saw this initially, my first inclination was, yeah. And then I read this. And I don't Is that it? That's how we fucking stifle these people. Hey, here's a couple dollars. Go run along now. For real? John Henry, John Henry,
2: they were they were offering to give away uh, lotto tickets and shit. Oh, and free too. fucking donuts at crispy cream donuts and all and yeah and uh hand jobs and all sorts yeah this and, wasn't oh, a
1: consorted effort not exactly. at all no this wasn't yeah. completely fucking uh, strategized when you have fucking Krispy Kreme giving out fucking donuts
0: uh, that was ad council dollars folks, that was ad council dollars ripped from your tax dollars Guaranteed. And they're the ones that plaster the billboards on your fucking highways. They're the ones that run the commercials mm-hmm. when you're trying to watch anything that's on real television, which is I try not to watch or it very just much, but, this
2: way. This is the only vaccine in history. I might be wrong, but I have a, a good feeling that I'm not it's the only vaccine in history that ha- needed the assistance of a PR firm.
1: Until now, ladies and gentlemen, here comes monkeypox.
2: Muggy Watch your yeah, here, yeah, comes, yeah. here comes,
1: here comes monkeypox.
2: Yeah, <laughs> or the next, uh, the next Transformers sounding variant.
0: <laughs> Absolutely! Wow, John Henry, you just shared that little video to me of the uh, Russian car bomb. Fucking crazy! Wow, though. that's uh, that's pretty wild, folks. That we live in a world that we do yeah. this to one another.
1: That, that certainly could be a pivotal moment, whether or not that was a false flag on their side or a legitimate Ukrainian attack or Russian citizens that were sick of that shit, that Putin might go, fuck it, drop a nuke, flatten the Imagine city.
2: and all the people. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, how in the dark are we truly whenever it comes to those matters at this point? Like Pitch fucking yeah. black. Like we're in the, we're in the total, like you, you mentioned being in the wilderness a lot. When it, when it comes to these things, yeah. like, and, and being in the, and the mm-hmm. sort of like my mindset with it has been, and we don't talk a, a shit ton about Ukraine related stories on the show recently, because I, I really got, I, I don't have a lot for you there. I, I just, I, I really don't oh. give it a lot of thought because my process with it is, is like, this is just, this is just another way that the system funds itself, folks.
1: <laughs> Let me go ahead and just answer your question a little bit more vivid yeah. of a description. I want to. Folks, let me paint a picture for you for a second. So a number six asks me, how in the dark are we when it comes to the Russia-Ukraine war and things that are happening? Well, have y'all ever seen North Sentinel Island or the, uh, the Amazonian tribes that uh, outsiders have never went to? And they fly a drone around. it? And what do the tribes people do? They shoot arrows at the drones. We are those people. And our understanding of what's happening in the Russia-Ukraine conflict is those people thinking that they know what that drone is. That it's a sky demon. That's about how fucking educated we are on the actual goings on of what's taking place. We're some in the, the middle of the fucking jungle. And we think it's an control. evil skybird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it was fucking, all for our gasoline or whatever. Ah, that's crazy, pedal. man. Fucking, yeah. And then we just continue to fund the fucking proxy war. They gave what, 60 billion away? And meanwhile, I can't get food stamps. No, no. They just, that's 60 billion more, brother. More. Know. While we're still Damn. buying fossil fuels from fucking Russia, we're funding two you sides of the fucking world. thing before. I always thought, didn't we invade the Middle
2: East for that very thing? The oil and gasoline and lithium and. All the of the crap. When did Russia ever become like a player when it came to
1: our fuel? <laughs> I, I never I never came across that before. Yeah, it's interesting. You just think Saudi, 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 right? Exactly. Well, I mean, but then again, what I mean that's is that not what we've been indoctrinated to understand? If our whole right. lives, have we not just heard Saudi oil, Saudi oil, Saudi oil? And now Russia,
2: the new boogeyman, now oh, yeah. they're a player in our fuel system. No one questions this shit. Well, when it comes down to it too,
0: like when you look at our setups over there, I believe that we sort of do things to maintain a certain balance, if you will. So if you want to set up
2: a, a, do you know, well, well, yeah, I'll tell you, it was, it was to take everyone's mind off the COVID shit that was starting to fail. The fucking whoop to do, man. Well, Yeah. I mean. It was the it was the thing that took the COVID off the headlines, and literally, is Ukraine the next day. And I remember it. Me and me and Donald talked about that exact same thing. Well, I, I think that uh, when you go back to twenty
0: fourteen is what I'm saying. Like when you, oh yeah, yeah. yeah when you when <laughs> I'm getting more. No, coming. no, no. I, I, I was I was thinking like when you I, I've watched that one RT documentary um, on the yeah. that was banned. That, that, that made a little bit of press and I think the rumble supported it or something like that. But um, I, fire. I went in and, and watched it and I mean, it didn't blow me away or anything like that, but it did talk about some of like the darker, like Chris, like you've talked about like the, some of the darker stuff that's been talked about with the Nazi fucking neo-Nazi groups and some of the child sacrifice type of stuff. And like, All this stuff gets retconned and ripped, like all the links, like John Henry, like you're great at sending me links uh, through Instagram, but they, they fucking gank those things so fucking fast. Like it's almost impossible to gain any sort of traction when you can't go back and look at something and dissect it and link it to other things and, and figure out where things are sourced from you know so the 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 type of stuff that uh you know chris that you get into the type of research that you do like when it when it comes to yeah. like the type of things that you hear about and then the types of things that you can verify like the the channels that we use sometimes like in order to do these things like it, the way that they're ripping things from twitter like we just saw with that ufc story like the major platforms yeah. that we're utilizing right now to to try and have these conversations are not allowing us to have that conversation for very long. Uh, we've been talking about it on past episodes that I do believe the window is closing. Like we, we have a limited opportunity to build some sort of, of base, um, where before they take our, uh, internet service provider <laughs> access away from us, um, or we can't simply afford doing something like this because if you tax something to hell, with a digital currency and the only other option to gain it is through a black market, which then you have to deal with criminality in right. You got the dark. Yeah. We all become Edgar friendlies (laughs) from demolition, man. Yeah. Like that's what happens to us. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's the type of future that dissidents have in this world. Like if they go Taco Bell, Oh, absolutely. But think about it. Like if they put in a digital (laughs) currency, guys, like we, we would live in a, in a world that corporatist and that fucking authoritarian that fast it wouldn't even take all that long
2: like i was or even the social credit thing
0: too. yeah and and, and one like kind of uh final futuristic question to throw to you guys because i like throwing this out there with uh a cl-
2: i agree where is the flying
0: car oh, oh true yeah but like where where are we in terms of governance 10 years from now where are we in twenty thirty two? Anybody want to throw something out there?
1: Klaus no, one world government.
0: <laughs> We're eating bugs. Yeah, they're just injecting him with stuff while he's
1: on stage, and he's just directing little like. No, 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 no. He's fully going to be in a fucking like. Just his head <laughs> is going to be in a glass fucking bubble, dude. And they're going to figure out how to keep his head alive forever. <laughs> like, like
2: Kang from the Ninja Turtles? Oh, Turtle. fuck
1: yeah! <laughs> yes, dude, exactly. Absolutely you love that character. Brain,
2: slimy brain.
1: Yes, that's gonna be Clash Fob. Yeah. See, I've told you, you or nothing, and be happy. Enjoy, buddy. Oh.
0: <laughs> Nine. I'm gonna have to figure out <laughs> I'll how say to get Clash's face on Kang
2: from fucking <laughs> Ninja Turtles.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'll say this. I think Einstein was onto something when he said that World War IV would be fought with sticks and stones, and we might not be far off from that. Hmm. Well,
0: you know what would really oh, set felt- us back quite a bit, folks. And I'm not talking about an EMP. I'm not talking. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I, 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 and thank you, Chris. I I, I kind of felt I, I wasn't even. I I can't. I, I just. I felt that you were going that, that that way, my friend. Yeah, we have that synergy like Lisa talks about. Um, but what if we lost access to something as basic in your life as plastic? How much would that set your oh, lifestyle yeah. back, folks? When you talk about going back to sticks and stones, what do we have if it's not, of plastic? Like in in your commercial life, like the shit that you buy, I am surrounded by plastic right now. Like in a, in a studio using a microphone and a keyboard and speakers and monitors, and all this shit, and this office, everything in this fucking room is plastic books. The mask on your kid's face has microplastics in it and they breathe them in all day at school. Well, they teach them how to behave instead of teaching them shit, you know, like math. Or how to tie their fucking shoes or how to not just fall down and shit their pants when encountering a problem like you know like how to be a fuck like remember how we used to teach kids how to be a real fucking person instead of a robot and like so that when john henry like when you brought up klaus schwab like in 2032 uh, like when he's just the 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 brain and he's just directing these little kids around these little automatons and one of my favorite classic movies and I, Chris Graves, I don't know if you're a fan of this, I love Metropolis. I think Metropolis is a brilliant fucking film um it is it is yeah. frightening cool. to me actually yeah. and how accurate that oh, yeah. shit is um the, m- yeah. marching into the mouth of Moloch, like these automaton creatures like just directing things, and it is just and what's Moloch
2: remember that what's Moloch? The owl at Bohemian Grove. Oh, truth, yeah, yeah. It all it all ties in like it's just like that's
0: what it's been uh, compared to. Like, um, it, it's just uh, the the cinematic uh, sort of production of it for its era is just this is like big production shit, and I love that era of film because like something like that just like just has that feel to it. You know, and, I, and I'm sure right. Graves, you, you could probably agree with me that when you watch something that has a particular grain to it, when it has a certain seediness that just like. So I've
1: never seen this movie. Is this the one that's from 1927? Oh, fuck yes. Was it that far back? It was in the 30s. I thought, well, oh, you, you're close. But yeah, pretty much. It's a 1927 German expressionist science fiction drama film directed by Fritz Lang. My apologies, man. I just. Yeah only confirm so I can watch it. All right, back to you. Well, a,
2: a little side note, Fritz Lang, I believe, played a character that the Joker was based on. But the man who laughs. Left... Oh. Go on, sex. Okay. Well, now that, that's <laughs> something that's really cool, too, because uh, that's an
0: interesting character that uh, we should do a special about sometime uh, as an ode uh, to that character, the Joker. Why wow, so serious? Oh, absolutely. Whenever it comes down to like oh, uh, yeah. just the, the political uh, just like how, the, the psyche, the, the psyche of villains, um, itself, uh, that, that is such a character that just deserves a lot of, and what it's done to the people that have played him, you know, that that's another yes uh, man. When you talk about impact of stuff, I mean, when you talk about the impact of media and priming and like the, the effect of, uh, propaganda, John Henry, you had something to say.
1: Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm learning about Metropolis, and I love finding little fucking nuggets. So, a lot of people online are going, "Is Metropolis a Lost Movie. you ready for this? Fritz Lang's Metropolis will be seen with new eyes once the lost footage is restored. It is the most sensational find in recent film history. A nearly complete print of Fritz Lang's Metropolis has been discovered in Buenos Aires the fucking Nazis took that movie with them Yes, because it's amazing That's how right. many Nazis are in Buenos Aires. They still That's like right. have the ornamental shit. That's all. That's just, you know, anytime we can talk about some fun shit and the fact that they found that film, uh, and it just happened to be made in 1927 in Buenos Aires. And some bitch and Nazis took it there.
2: you want to know something else about Mr. Fritz Lang being, uh, Basically uh, responsible for uh, Jerry Robinson creating the Joker in, in the Batman comics. It leads all the way up to what's on my arm right here. Not that anyone would really care for the oh, most here, part. I, I but I can flip back to the... yeah. I'm a fan.
0: Oh, yeah. We're definitely <laughs> going to have to get some Joker fans and really on. And, uh...
2: Very faded now, but yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of that character. Just... Represents chaos, and I'm a fan of the dark night as well. And you know, on the other end of it, you oh, know? Hell yeah, no, that's that that takes me way back,
0: man. That's uh, but uh, let's uh, going back to the darkness though. Um, yeah, but,
2: yeah, all, that <laughs> yeah aside, all that aside, yeah, imagine
0: a world <laughs> minus plastic. Um, it says here that uh, bioplastics companies are struggling to meet demand. Um, it says, as bioplastic materials transition from being a nice-to-have to materials with a strong and viable business case, manufacturers are racing to keep up with demand. So as they're manipulating this plastics market, John Henry, as we're being pushed into the green initiatives and they're moving from one thing to another, and it's just a transfer of wealth, really, as we've, we've looked at, um, what it's causing is it's causing a backup or a clog, in my opinion. So when you have a transition of of power of any sorts, you know, that the, the there's just there's going to be a ruffling of feathers for a little while and then it settles, but it usually settles in the pockets of someone else. Uh, so um but also with this though, a thing that's sort of pressed this demand and one of the things that kind of eh, made me made me think a little bit more about this though was uh There was all kinds of plastic bag shortage deals going on when it came down to the last big vaccine rollout. I don't know about you folks, but I think that there's still a card that they can play before the midterm elections that maybe some of us have forgotten about because it's so fucking common to hear that so-and-so has contracted COVID and they're experiencing mild symptoms, John Henry. <laughs> and they're thankful that they've had their seventeenth booster from from that Pfizer-installed toilet seat that they have now. That every time that they sit down, that it just it it randomly selects what vaccine booster that you receive, or else you just don't poop. That's the kind of world that they want to live in. With a ball gag in their mouth. <laughs> and they'll enjoy it. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. You know, Chris. <laughs> well, well. I've like, seen
1: I'm glad none of you folks can see Chris's camera now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, these are the bring out the gimp people. Like for sure. <laughs> like this is
2: That's a bumper yes. sticker. Or
0: <laughs> those people are the bring out the gimp people. Like they will do anything. They will still wear their cloth mask in the hot fucking sun to, to a festival. They'll, they'll still walk around city streets. They'll ride bikes. Ride bikes, John Honey. With a fucking mask on their face. They will work out with a mask on. Be disgusting. Does that make any sense? You disgust me. And filled with microplastics. So when you when you create a sort of bubble, when you create like a a, a giant leap in demand in another sector, um, what might that do to the rest of the other sectors underneath? You say, look, all the consumer ones. So think about all the different shit that you buy, that's packaged in plastic. Every single fucking day. How much stuff that arrives to you that relies on being in plastic? That's a lot. If you cut that out, where's that demand go? Can you just get wood anywhere? Well, I when I wake up, <laughs> I mean, ladies, Chris Grace has that. Um, <laughs> Be here <your> own. <laughs> but like, what do you what do you replace the plastic with? Well, you would replace it with all of this bioplastic stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So when you create, <laughs> what do you think the end game is? You see this? what I'm saying? When we talk yeah. about Hegelian dialectic, when we talk about setting yeah. up fucking marks in this country, those uh, those bring out the gimp motherfuckers.
2: This is what this is what they feel like the, whole, the whole country was the gimp, in you know, the last two years, truth. <laughs> truth. We've all
0: we've, we've all been in a gimp type of situation. Some of us have escaped with the samurai sword. Some of us are still there getting, yeah. um, getting a let. Some of us are ving yeah. rams and uh, yeah. serving time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, rape is yep, bad. Rape, it is bad folks, but you know, that, and that's the type of thing. Like if we're going to allow them to exploit, right. Us by stealing our tax dollars yep. to pay for unnecessary vaccines that they're going to shove into children's arms, that they could potentially give them myocarditis and ruin their life and they'll get $2000 for that. Like that who won there? They won. They got to push this market, they got to exploit it. It pushed the plastics market and now every time you buy something that incorporates plastic in it, you're going to pay more. Now here's what happens if there's a big shortage. Here's here's a scenario to throw out for you gentlemen. What if The plastic shortage got to an extent where consumer plastics or medical plastics. Which one do you choose? Well, gee, I don't want to get be in a situation where you know I can't get my favorite fucking gelato, John Henry. But if I fall down the fucking stairs and they need to like shoot something into me to make sure that I'm I'm feeling just well as they do surgery on me or something. I'm just saying it can happen. I'm kind of a klutz. Um, If if that fucking happens. I want to be able to get the plastic syringe. It's better than the gelato, you know, in that, in that, you know, exchange. But, uh, I, but when you press that, even what happens? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Um, the treatment that we were going to give you isn't available. Well, why is that? Well, because they don't make those things anymore. So your leg's just going to fall off. Thank you. and Fuck you. And goodbye.
2: <laughs> you know, that's... Wow what do they say to me when I leave France yes. <laughs> it's like you know what do they say to you when they don't
0: have it like we we always we're always yeah. in a place like even if you uh you know we've done stories with these these poor folks that get across the borders and go to a hospital when they have
1: stuff for them Chris I just want you to know that I found that comment hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here oh, all week. I, think. I yeah. tried to
0: do something.
1: <laughs> Sorry man, yeah, the was cracking me up. Oh man. <laughs> very true <laughs> yeah. That shit was funny.
0: But, you know, I'm just saying if they're uh if they're setting us up for another big push for more vaccines uh for something else uh before the midterms uh and where is all the plastic going? Um, because if there's a demand somewhere, if there's a pull in the market to a certain direction, um, could could we be leading to another wave of some sorts of something else? Because it looks like their shit's getting pretty stale. Like even shows like us that like we, we've been on the uh, the COVID beat for a very long time since our inception, and we're we're coming upon our first year actually. That's kind of fucked up. Where the hell did a year go? <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll call wow. it. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> We're yeah. September the year 11th. <laughs> That's our one-year anniversary. Yeah. Think yeah. of that. That's when we started the show. And Chris has
0: a lot September to say 11th. about that date. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, something that
2: far too many people have forgotten
0: about. Yeah, so it would it would be nifty to kind of be nifty to have you back on for that, uh, my friend. Um, if you'll have absolutely. me, absolutely. But um, yeah, so just okay. uh, on the on the way out here, folks. Um, what do you all think? Where are we headed with uh, the future of these shortages? We've heard about shortages in all different types of directions, but a plastic shortage really scares me because there's so much that goes into consumer electronics for doing our show. Uh, there's so much in my life that I use that, that I utilize plastics in. Now, I wouldn't mind having something that's better for the environment. Yay, that that's fucking great. But if there's people out there in politics, assuredly, uh, you know, playing the market in this fucking Paul Pelosi's of the world, right? Um, and and they're manipulating a market in a way to even force us into taking more vaccines, which, hey, fuck them if they're trying to do that, by the way. Um, I'm I'm not down with any of this, but they're still taking my tax dollars, regardless if I want them to or not to do it.
2: (laughs) So, can I just say this? What? Oh, no, go on. I I thought you were done. Oh, no, I, I, yeah, go, go with it, brother. Oh, no, I just wanted to say two things in regards to, uh, Shortages. Peak oil. Bullshit. John Henry? Yeah. We'll never run out. The earth will never run out of the resources to make plastic. Like George Carlin said once. No, it's,
1: it's fabricated plastic. scarcity. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look at oil. There's enough oil in the, uh, the oil sands. And... You know the uh, the northeastern portion of the United States for the the entire country to run on for exactly thousands of years. That's what I mean. The peak oil thing. Yeah, is it's all it bullshit. It's, exactly, and that's all they do is they throttle it back. Just like our whole dependency that we have, the amount of fucking oil that's under Alaska. You think we need Russian oil, Saudi oil? Absolutely nope. not. So again, it all goes back to the construct. Everything. No, we won't run out of plastic unless we forcefully run out of plastic. And it's all strategic. And Paul Pelosi knows where to put his money for what's going to replace that. It's all one big fucking corrupt criminal enterprise. Yeah, right and, up and his poop. Show. That's it, man. And, and and again, like, you know, literally uh, how far off are we? You know, and, and Chris and I were talking about this before we started the show. Is you know when we talk about the matrix and you know we talk about um, you know people that think we're, we're plugged into a matrix and we're already in a metaverse, we don't have to be. Like when you look at the social construct that we live within, guys, it's all fabricated, all of it. What you think is popular, what you eat, what you wear. I like you know we all like to think that we're unique and special, like a snowflake, but. You know, from the time that we could, you know, recognize what a word meant or what a picture was, we've been manipulated and inundated on what we're supposed to like, love, hate, be part of, admire, all of it. It's all one mass of fucking constructs. And unfortunately, you know, you just have these, you know, this, you want to call it an evil empire, new world order, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But there's, they're the powers that be that control all of those things. They determine what commercial goes on when and where, why you drink Budweiser beer, why you smoke Marlboro cigarettes, why you would never drink Budweiser beer or never smoke a Marlboro cigarette. You know, and, and it's the irony in that is for me, I feel like, especially as of late, because people have went to such extremes, is that these yeah. days people are now just parodies of themselves, you know, and, and all of us. and And it's funny because I was talking to Chris about it. And, um, you know, like you'll see couples that like are dressed like Instagram influencers and even have the fucking tattoos. It was insane. And one day I saw two girls with the exact same tattoo that was like a fucking Instagram tattoo. And they had that big, stupid round brimmed hat. And I'm like, these aren't even real fucking people. But then it's, it made me laugh because I was having this conversation with my wife. And then I looked at myself and I go, holy fuck. Like I'm genuinely, I'm I'm a super stereotypical Joe Rogan listening hunting, manly guy that does jujitsu. Like I am also a fucking parody of myself, right? And it's I'm and just a fat douchebag, so I have always been a parody of someone. John
2: Henry, <laughs>
0: uh, look up vowels V A L S. So it's V dot L dot S You know. Yeah, the vowels are the, it's, it's a, a, a psychological and marketing concept that was, uh, brought up in an Adam Curtis documentary. Yeah. And, um, I believe, I believe it was century of the self and it talked about, yeah, and what blew my mind about it was, is that they talked about lifestyle people and there was a certain, uh, category they, that they had. And that category was called experiencers. And and when it was like when someone reads you your fucking like horoscope or something like that or like kind of re- mm-hmm. reads you really well, the whole entire read on being an experiencer was described to the T. My personal like my my personality or my persona, if you will, like and mm-hmm. yeah, and it was just like it was riveting because I was like, oh,
1: you bastards, because. Well, it's funny too, because like you think that like what, what we do, our conversations as a podcast, that we like to think that we're like outside of the box thinkers. But we're really yeah. not, right? You know. I mean, I, I wish we were, um, but really the only thing that that is it's the collective, and that's why I say so much, like, hey, you know, to you l- listening out there, this is your show, right? We're just participants in it, or we're just maestros, that's all. Um, yeah. you know, but that doesn't mean it's any less important for us to have the community that we have, you know, and you know. You know, we were hoping Gary would jump on tonight, and we appreciate Chris being here because you, I mean, we're accomplishing things collectively together as a community. And that's some really important stuff. And, you know, kind of going back to the peak oil thing and the plastic shortage, and it's like the baby food shortage. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the redneck truck driver, the lady, where she's like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing right now. They're like, they told me I can't film this. And they're literally fucking destroying tens of thousands of containers, um, you know, of infant formula. It's like, and that's just a perfect example. We had a listener send us the, a the, video
0: of that, like, of that lady, yeah. and then they pulled that video. That's another example
1: of what I'm talking of about of them
0: retconning the information away from yeah,
1: us. Yeah, man. paying the farmers, telling the farmers, are not getting tax subsidies unless they destroy their crops or kill their fucking animals.
2: I was gonna say, yeah, paying the farmers to burn their own crops. Fabricated. And then where do you turn All to? Do you,
0: do you go and fucking Google it? Right. Do you fucking uh, go and uh, uh, Do you, do you Bing it anymore?
1: Do you watch the video I sent you? Right. Uh, what's that? About one searching stuff online. Oh, it's disgusting,
0: man. It's unreal. It's, it, the difference is that since I switched to using brave, like in researching things is so much different uh, of an experience than, than I've had, like in using any type of, uh, uh, other corporate product, uh, yeah. and especially since I told DuckDuckGo to go fuck itself, um, yeah, DuckDuckGo, yeah, DuckDuckGo, <laughs> duck, fuck, yeah, yeah, duck, duck, fuck yourself, <laughs>
2: fuck <'em>. yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so I mean that th- yeah. that type of um, thing just makes a difference for me. That's, fuck,
2: fuck, no, that's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, Sorry. yeah,
0: yeah. Regardless, I mean uh, that that's why I use uh, Brave <laughs> Talk for for these sessions that we do. Um, that that's why I try and utilize as many type of, uh, you know, alternative things as I can. Um, I hope that in, in some ways that we can uh, find some better ways to communicate with uh, our audience. And like you said, John Henry, like this isn't just our show. Like this is the audience's show. Like we're here to kind of, you know, help uh, you bring things uh, into the collective consciousness. And um, I think that with, uh, something that we can focus on potentially in the future. And it's been talked about here. Um, Twitter spaces has been uh, a successful place thus far for conversations uh, with our friends, uh, Don Jeffries um, and uh, this person here, uh, Lisa Belanger. Uh, she does critical Liberty zone now, and you can find her on Twitter. So I'm just going to give some shout outs here uh, before we get to final thoughts. But yeah, um, I just wanted to give that shout out because I've had some thoughts about doing some spaces, maybe. and uh, the thing is is that I it's when we talked about fundamentals here at the show, like what our fundamentals are, I don't want to build up a lot of things on things that can just go boom overnight, right? I don't want to make Twitter spaces the hot spot to listen to our conversations because they can take that from us, John Henry. They can take that shit from us anytime they want to, and 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 YouTube has fucked us in our relationship. So we don't we do not, not a have way. a good corporate relationship with Alphabet. They can go suck it. No lube. And
1: we yeah. basically got monkeypox in the butt from yeah. YouTube.
0: No lube. Yeah, that's basically what they send <laughs> raw you. Raw dog in it. And then you were like I didn't even make contact or I'm just a dog. I don't know if you heard about the dog contacting it too. I heard uh Dan Smotz. Yeah, I was out. like I just
2: walked by the house, didn't. Yeah,
0: it one. was a story I listened to on uh Dan Smotz and uh Robbie Bernstein's podcast that they did together. And just the the disgusting oh. thing about a dog getting it is like wh- how what what is the what is the innocent explanation as uh Steve days mm. would ask? Like what is what what is mm. the innocent explanation for that dog getting monkeypox in his anus? Yeah. Come on, folks. Well, it's kind of oh, like the kids, you, you the two about kids her. that got it. Oh. Oh.
1: Like the two kids oh. that got it. It's like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's that's what I'm talking about. If you <laughs> wanted something that could stigmatize people, if yeah. you wanted to manufacture something that could instantaneously stigmatize people, give them the pock, give them a mark.
1: There you have it. It's funny, Rogan summed it up the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Rogan fanboy. Shut up, everybody. Uh, and he said, <laughs> <laughs> he said 98% of people that um, have uh, have gotten monkeypox uh, got it from having gay male-to-male sex, and the other 2% are liars. <laughs> I just thought that was perfect, man. I think I stepped in something fierce here. They <laughs> <Like>, <laughs> he couldn't have summed it up any better than that. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean... That reminds me of like the Richard Belzer thing, too. He goes, yeah, there's uh, 95% uh people are conspiracy theorists at heart. The other five work for the government and the media.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I like oh,
0: that. Yeah, God rest uh,
2: Richard Belzer's soul, man. I, I, I hope not. He's going to be one of my guests coming up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know something I don't? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was creepy and awesome at the same time. <laughs> Who are you really thinking about? So just to clarify, this Belter? guy's not Richard dead. Belter, What's the, going on yeah, he's The, not dead at the, at the all, comedian? No, he's in France. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being 100% with you. I'm uh, in the process of uh, getting him on my podcast. Did I just have, like, a like a Mandala Sorry, effect yeah. moment here? Hey, Chris. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who are you thinking? Really thinking Like, of? the
0: JFK conspiracy theory uh, linked? Like, yeah,
2: Richard Belzer, like, Law and & Order, and he's a comedian. Yeah. I'm stumped. Well, have folks, I, I think it's
1: time to wrap up yeah. the show. The rest in <laughs> peace to my
2: uh, future, my upcoming <laughs> guest. Oh, that's That awesome. is so crazy, bro.
1: Not awesome. <laughs>
2: What are you thinking of? I'm very curious. I don't mean to derail the show, but like no. I'm to think.
0: um No, I was thinking of that there's there's some sort of comedian that's like tied into a lot of conspiracy stuff that uh passed away. Yeah, that, that would be him. I don't know, I might be mixing up names here. I might be mixing up names.
2: Oh, well, hmm. huh. That's well, it doesn't matter. I maybe I'll be interviewing uh you know uh him from Thomas Edison's uh, death machine or whatever he came up
0: with. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> You're holding a yeah, microphone up shot? to the hadron collider. Well, yeah, the CERN, yeah. CERN's going to open up the I'm portal.
0: telling you. Like sometimes like doesn't it just seems like uh something's planted there. <laughs> Some, something something just,
1: changed. Just, <laughs> but hey, doesn't sometimes it just seems like somebody's dead that's not. It's not. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well,
2: I'll tell you the one that creeps me out the most is the I remember, I vividly remember watching Ed McMahon working for Publisher's Clearinghouse and bringing one of those goofy, oversized checks to the winners on commercials on Saturday mornings because they would interrupt my cartoons. And now they say he never worked for Publisher's Clearinghouse or never was holding oversized uh, fake checks and all this other stuff and i remember that and a lot of other people do too very
1: I, I can't even go down this road right now <laughs> i'm not alone no i'm like wait a minute yes he did oh son of a bitch They say now he didn't <laughs> cern fucking CERN. cern i'm telling you yeah. that's one of the things they say about when they start cern is it creates these ripples and these yep. tears and that whenever exactly. and they just you know it was July fifth they had that fucker running, yeah. And yeah. um, the
2: monopoly like, has the monocle again. No, oh, no I'm just so. kidding. He still doesn't have it.
0: <laughs> still blows mind. Yeah, mind blown. I have no idea where that came from, folks. <laughs> Blaming Siren. Fuck you, Siren.
2: Richard. Yeah, you know, we'll figure it out. There probably was a comedian named Richard or something that did die. I'm trying to think of the guy that was with Jim Carrey in the movie The Mask co-star there was a comedian that killed himself and i think his name was first name was richard but he wasn't a conspiracy no guy though. No, no anyway yeah. sorry to derail
0: again. oh no it's okay um <laughs> let's let's moving on with uh shout outs let's give a shout out to our friend gary and m5 news uh you can uh subscribe to him on rumble here uh and then also uh give a shout out to arterburn radio transmission which uh, you will find our friend chris graves on quite frequently uh as uh, riding shotgun with friend uh, Tony Arter Byrne there. And then uh, also wanted to uh, point out an article that I'm going to include in our source list for this week. Uh, this is a uh, Boston Broadside uh, going after uh, Miss Mara Healy that we also brought up before with uh, the Elder Deaths uh, situation. Uh, this is uh, our friend Lisa Belanger that uh, contributed that. So then uh, also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Donald Jeffries. Uh, for th- putting together great things on uh, Substack. We, ju- we are also on Substack, so subscribe to us there uh, under number six, uh, where you can find our source list and my monologue each week. Uh, but this is his latest, uh, Hanging Together or Hanging Separately. Man, uh, and Chris, uh, you just recently had a conversation on your podcast with uh, Donald Jeffries, Uh and did, did you all uh, bring this up or anything like that or in your in your conversation together? And how did that go?
2: Yeah, right off the bat, I wanted to continue my conversation with my good friend, Donald. Um, yeah, that was the first thing I brought up was his latest uh, Substack article that you're referring to right now. And talks about that for a little bit. And he basically says it's more of the same. You know, this uh, just feels like uh, the apocalypse is imminent. And then we went into a bunch of uh, articles that he doesn't really get to talk about that much at all about that he gets paid for from uh, the American free press that used to be called the spotlight. And we went into all kinds of things. We even went into 9-11 a little bit because, like I was saying at one point, I feel like too many people have forgotten that. and It's uh, very angering. Hmm.
0: All right. And now, lastly, uh, the last one I had bookmarked here was uh, from a friend, uh, Vince Agnali Jr. So uh, this was his uh, take on Casablanca, the movie, and how it relates to um, maybe where we are now and sort of maybe where we've always been. Uh, Thank you, Vince, uh, for the support, uh, but definitely check him out here. And then also, he's posted uh, for free. You can check out his uh, book, The Public Wheel and You. Uh, so th- there is uh, a lot that you can pick up from this person. Uh, definitely check out all of our friends, John Henry. Do you have any final thoughts for this week, too? Uh,
1: this is a fun podcast, man. I just want to thank Chris for coming on again. Uh, still laughing about that friendlies uh, friendlies comment, but um, I guess you know we just appreciate you coming back. Uh, appreciate all the new subscribers. Um, you know it, it's interesting. Because as we go through it, just uh, life gets busy, man. And then thinking about coming up to a year or so, I just wanted to thank, say thank you for everybody that's listened and, and shared the show and shared the contents for uh, just about the last year. And we're just excited to move forward. Uh, thank you for everybody's contributions. Again, I hope you guys have recognized now when you send us some good stuff, we always make sure that we integrate it into the show. So thank you for being a resource. Thank you for being an, an integral part of what we do. Um, it's just been awesome, man. And then thank you to friends like Chris and, and all the rest of the crew and Gary, man, there's some really amazing stuff happening behind the scenes right now. Uh, I mean, there's, I'm a firm believer that, uh, you know, Gary talks about doing the Lord's work and, and, uh, I, I am absolutely sold on that right now. So keep an eye out, man, you know, all of our friends and, and really family at this point in our collective community and our group are doing some amazing things to fight for you. That's why we do what we do. It's all about you guys. It's all about our collective future and our children and grandchildren. So, um, you know, stay strong, guys. Keep your head on straight. Try to find the light in everything, and um, and have each other's back. I mean, that's the most important part. So, uh, this too shall pass, man. We got a big fight ahead of us, but as long as we stand together, we have the strength that we need. So, I appreciate everybody uh, coming back and listening again, and all the listeners. And um, you know, here's to to coming up on on the first year and you know, uh, I'm really looking forward to what we're going to do the second year of this thing and uh, how much we can accomplish together. So I appreciate you guys. That's all I got. Thank you.
0: All right, John Henry. And, and then uh, Chris, uh, any final thoughts for this week that you uh, want to share with the audience? And then uh, maybe uh, if you'd like to share with them other places where they may find you, I hear you on dot uh, com. Yes.
2: <laughs> you said yeah that yeah that'd be that'd be very accurate yeah i have a podcast called get mad with chris graves and uh the mad is uh something cutesy i thought uh, a little take on the mutually assured destruction motto from back in the 60s this one uh stands for mutually assured distractions which when you say it like that get mutually assured distractions with chris graves um my mind just uh, blew up. Anyway, yeah, I'm at that's at ocelli.com. And I do a thing with uh, Tony Arterburn called Paratroother. That's on the Arterburn radio transmission. And, uh, yeah, no, it's always an honor, guys. And uh, I hope I didn't derail too much. And uh, just remember this famous Martha Washington quote that I found. From out of the night there came a scream. Who put the sand in the Vaseline? Thank you. Thank
0: you, Chris. No, uh, there, there are no divergences because as we always say, there are no coincidences. Like when we get all stream of consciousness and we bring everything together and we show connections here on this show, that is the purpose of doing it. So as we start the conversation, you all that out there listening, all of you that have joined us recently and those that have you have been here all along. You all now continue that conversation and your lies. Push the ball forward. We're winning. Until we meet again and until we are free, we are the New Prisoners. Thank you for listening to The New Prisoners. Let us know what you think about this week's topics on our minds page and Substack, or leave a comment under our video on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brideon. You can also risk being shadow banned, suspended, or permanently banned on Twitter and Instagram with us, or speak freely with us on Gab. Please feel free to share your own sources with us, and remember to share the information we provided you here. You never know what kind of difference it could make. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, email the new prisoner Number 6 at protonmail.com. Provide a brief description of the topic or topics that you would like to discuss, and a screener will contact you. You can always choose to appear anonymously. And you can also donate to The New Prisoners through anchor.fm slash the new prisoner number six slash support. There you can make a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. We also have a subscribe star where you can make a one-time or recurring contribution at subscribestar.com slash the hyphen new hyphen prisoners. Or you could donate U.S. dollars and crypto to us on Minds and Odyssey. All donations go towards studio upgrades to make more content and advertising to spread the word about the show. Every amount is appreciated. Demand answers, not orders. We are the new prisoners.